0: He took me from Mother Swamp to serve this place.
1: No, I took you from Mother Swamp to die in this place. Welcome to civilization where the fearful and ignorant toil and the foolish delight in delusions of power and the the only on the wind. is human shit. You're listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast.
2: I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil. It is episode 281. Welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast, where today we drink way too much and get indecently animated in...
1: <laughs> when, when star a... motion comes along, you must tip it.
2: <laughs> when star motion comes along, you, you must tip it. it. <laughs> What's going on, James? How are you? Tip it good.
1: <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing? I'm we tipping it. it. I'm tipping it good. We
2: did it. Not to give it away, but we did it. We watched Mad God. Yeah. It's on the tip of everybody's tongues. The tippets of everybody's <laughs> tongues.
1: <laughs> say say it again. Say say the title of the movie again.
2: Mad God. Okay. Why?
1: Because I feel like that's one of those ones where you can oh, put is the it mad, emphasis. Mad God is it, or is Mad it, God. Is it, is it mad yeah, like like how I, how I how I say breaking bad wrong?
2: I think it's mad god.
1: Mad god Mad God.
2: No, <laughs> <laughs> mad God Mad God? <laughs> happy god <laughs> you mad god you, you mad bro uh hey hi how hi hi
1: hey, Hi-ya. hi 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 how you going hello hi, how you doing good man how are it's,
2: you uh it's sunday
1: yeah it is we're late are we gonna post this tonight
2: no we're gonna edit it tonight and post it tomorrow because we post on mondays james you would know that
1: if i ever did anything <laughs> at all ever
2: and uh most people don't know we post mondays because i've been posting on tuesdays a lot so fuck me this guy fuck fuck this guy
1: yeah somebody please (laughs) fuck him so he'll so he'll leave me alone my god
2: (laughs) um hey uh last week was fourth of july
1: yeah dude do anything fun yeah you (laughs) no for real though i I
2: actually have a burn on my finger still from it so it it was it was hot did you burn yourself uh yeah I, and um, you
1: wanted to bring mortars over. Well, I did
2: bring mortars over. We just didn't light
1: them off. <laughs> that, yeah, it's, that was for the best.
2: No, this is just from a bottle rocket. Literally, I was going to light one, and or no, take it back. I was going to light, like, four of them at once, and I held my hand there a little bit too long, and the first one went off before the fourth one was lit.
1: Oh, I see. You know,
2: just little, little, little so,
1: burnsky. So you're kind of stupid. Like, that's not, that's not, uh, that's not the smartest thing to do.
2: Well, I could have done five. That would have been stupider. Somehow I feel like that's smarter. I don't touché, know. Touché.
1: Uh, there's a tipping point. Um, tipping yeah. point. It's it's probably good that it's a tipping point. It's it's probably good that we didn't do any of the mortars.
2: I mean, we, had many, we had many mortars. I just
1: I had I, I have like a because there was that one year where we tried to light off one of the bigger bottle rockets and it shot into your neighbor's house. <laughs> well, we it uh, instead of putting in a bottle. We put it just barely, like stuck it in the ground a little bit, and we're like, "Yeah, this will definitely take off." Eh,
2: pretty stupid on Didn't our part. Didn't take
1: <laughs> off, and we're like, "Oh shit!" And it was like, it was a good size, it was a good size pop when it went went off. Like we we all ran. Oh yeah. Well, actually, was it just me and you and one other person no, at I think that point? No, it
2: was point? just me and you. This was yeah. We this we, is <laughs>
1: like typically when everybody else goes to bed, me and Mike stay up for another two hours lighting off fireworks. Yeah.
2: Um we've somehow dragged our entire group of friends into it now. For yeah. years it was just me and you. Well,
1: there was always other people like earlier in the night. Yeah, earlier, then, but you know. And then we stuck around. Uh but anyway, yeah. Ju- uh, G- uh July fourth, we had a good time, a little cookout, drank some beers, mm-hmm. had some uh had some friends over. I had uh-huh. my I had my neighbors over for the first time and they got to meet all my jackass friends. Yeah.
2: Yep. Got to meet your jackass neighbors. Yep. No, that was, yep, that that was good time. Too. Yeah.
1: Very cool. Very <laughs> do, cool. Do they listen to the show? No.
2: Okay. Good. No. Good. Good. Good.
1: But that's all right. I'll t- <laughs> I'll tell them to their face that they're jackasses. Um, but yeah, it was a fun time. Uh, what else have you been up to?
2: Um, not uh, not a whole lot. We hey, we found a dog. You're glassing you're glassing over the fact that you had a new family member for 24 hours. Oh, I almost forgot about that. Yeah. I almost
1: forgot about Come my on. little friend Bear Come Bear on, Bear Bear. Uh, well. <laughs> We saw a dark, like we were lighting off fireworks, and all of a sudden, somebody sees a dark shape running down the road, and and my immediate thought was, "Fuck!" One of my dogs got out, and so I ran inside to go see if I could find my dogs. They were both sitting there, like perfect little angels, not being afraid of fireworks because they're totally normal dogs. Sorry for saying that. If you have a dog who's <laughs> afraid of fireworks, um, but I don't care. And so when I came back out, you're. Uh, Mike's girlfriend and uh, our buddy's wife were running down the street after this dog, and ended up chasing it down this other street where it almost got hit by a car. Yes, and they brought it back. Unfortunately, it was soaked in its own urine because it had <laughs> almost just gotten <laughs> hit by a car. And it was old, so. And it was old as shit. Um, I brought it in. I was like, well, I I posted on uh, for the love of Louie and you know the the Fraser page and stuff like that no hits that night. I was like, well, I guess I got a buddy here for the night. So I put him in the crate. I slept next to him. The next morning, uh, I, at 5 a.m., somebody sent me a message and said, I think that's my dog. And his name is Brutus. And I was like, what the fuck? Because I have a dog named Brutus. And this dog was a Yorkie. And my dog, Brutus, is a Yorkie poo. So I was like, what are the odds here? So I was like, this is almost, it, this is almost meant to be, right?
2: It would have been better if the owner's name was Brutus.
1: Her, if her <laughs> if name, her was, name Brutus. was Brutus. <laughs> um, I think you have my dog. Long story short, I went to go meet that lady, and it turned out to not be her dog, which I feel really sad about because her dog has been missing since June thirtieth. Well, it's probably dead. Most likely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's not sugarcoat it. Um, so, and then as I get, I'm, I'm, I get home, and I'm backing into my spot in the driveway, and my daughter comes running up to the, to the, to my car window. And she hops in to my car and she goes, and I was oblivious. I was just looking around at whatever. And she goes, hey, somebody just drove by like really slow, almost like they were looking for a dog. I was like, no. And she's like, yeah, this lady just drove by like she was looking for a dog. And I'm like, "Okay, get out of the car, get out of the car. And so I chase this lady down the street, seven houses, and I get out. And she sees me walking toward her, and I think she well, knew she already. Out of the car at this point, she had just gotten out of her car, and I go, "Are you looking for a dog by any chance?" And she goes, "Oh my god, yes!" And I go, "What kind of dog is it?" And she's like, "It's a Yorkie. His name's Bear Bear." I was <laughs> like, "All right, well, I have Bear Bear in my car. I gave him a bath because he was soaked in piss." Did you actually give him a bath? I took him. Well, we had the puppies. <laughs> you just sprayed him with the hose. No, we had bath. the pool set up for the dogs. Uh, for July Fourth, because we had some of our friends had their dogs over and stuff. So, um, I just took them out there and I put them in there and splashed them with water. (laughs) So
2: much better! I give him a prison bath (laughs) (laughs) up against the wall of the
1: hose. (laughs) (laughs) No, he was uh he was getting pretty comfortable here by the end. But um, yeah, I'm glad that we reunited Bear Bear with his with his home. Yeah. That was very nice. Yeah. Nice feeling. Yeah. And I was glad to get rid of him, to be honest with you.
2: because <laughs> get the fuck out of my house, man. Well, he was
1: old as shit. He was, like, his teeth were really bad, and his mouth smelled terrible. So I was like, yeah, oh, I'm really stoked to not have this dog in my house anymore. He was cute, and he was nice and everything, but I didn't want him in my house anymore.
2: You know, one day, your teeth are going to be rotting onto your head, and your breath is going to smell like shit, too.
1: Bro, it's already happening, so... <laughs> Um, and other than that, uh, whoa, I went to a concert a couple oh nights yeah? ago.
2: Oh yeah, who'd you see?
1: Um, Nith- uh, well, Chris Stapleton and uh, uh, Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats.
2: Okay.
1: Which, and then there was a. I have that sometimes. There was also Martin Stewart, who's like a legendary country dude. Um, I'm not typically super into country, but oh, uh, Chris Stapleton? No, come Chris on. Stapleton is like that is a rock singer. One of the most amazing voices. Well,
2: I would say he's more of a blues singer, like bluesy, blues soul. He yeah. actually
1: have you ever listened to his band? Like he was in a band called oh, the, no. the Steel Drivers before they were like a progressive bluegrass band. Oh no, they're I've still a, they're still around. They're still kicking. Like they continued after he left the band, but. Um,
2: so he's not in it anymore. No, I guess gotcha. Uh Well, he, I mean he could still be I guess in he in could
1: it. still the uh, do double duty, sure. but he's uh he's he's selling out the big places now, yes. so There you go. Um and yeah, I want to back and hear that now. It was amazing. I, uh he he's uh, I mean his voice live is just incredible. Like the fact that it sounds like that live is amazing.
2: Well, I saw those videos that you guys just, even just shitty <laughs> Snapchat videos. Yeah. He sounds incredible.
1: Amazing. Yeah. Incredible. The mix at Comerica, they have it dialed in. Well, it's probably recording. It sounds <laughs> no it sounds fantastic you know what they did like they used to they used to never have the vocals high enough at comerica and they would get drowned out uh behind all the 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 instruments and stuff and they finally started like boosting the boosting the vocals so anyway yeah that was cool drank too much took an uber home because we're you, responsible
2: as you do just you leave your car on there i
1: passed out in the front seat of the uber <laughs> on the way home <laughs> um n- uh no we just we took an uber down there oh, oh, well, and you, then took an uber home so you planned on drinking and too and then also ate down there and went to the show and drank and it was a very expensive night oh i'm sure but it was fun i'm sure and it turned out adam mcmillian was at that show too oh no shit right down front because go figure his buddy Manages Chris Stapleton. Oh yeah. Oh. Wait. So he was up.
2: He was up in Detroit, and he didn't even call you. Well, he texted me. Son of a bitch. I know, right? What the fuck? I'm guessing we go all the way to Tennessee to see him, just to see him. He can't even have a beer with you,
1: right? Son of a bitch.
2: I know. You know all that shit I said about the nicest guy in the world. Get fucked.
1: Yeah, and I second that.
2: (laughs) I'm just kidding. He'll be mad at me.
1: <laughs> Please. We love you.
2: Um, <laughs> um, okay. So I feel like this is uh, the opportune time to do have one of my favorite pastimes. I think I can put it into play here. Okay. And that is telling Josh Atner that he's wrong about something. Oh, yes. It's like one of my favorite things ever. I love it. What is it? We are watching Escape from New York right now. Yeah. It's on the big screen. Okay. Josh, Josh had the audacity to go online and proclaim that Escape from L.A. is better than Escape from New York. Well, that's silly. <laughs> and his reasoning, but he also his reasoning. What? Escape from LA has a badass. His words, not mine. Badass surfing scene. <laughs> <laughs> you fool. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty cool, but... It's it's maybe the worst... It might be the worst-looking scene John Carpenter has ever put to film. Dude. Which I, I can understand why there's something about that that could be appealing. I yeah. get it. Yeah. But that movie as a whole sucks. It's not good. It's, it's fun.
1: It's it's a fun movie. Fun doesn't
2: mean good, James. You've corrected me on this a lot of times. That's true. <laughs> fun does not mean good. Okay. Well. And to say that it is better than Escape from New York, which is in my top... Three John Carpenter movies. Yeah. And it should be in everybody's top three.
1: Yeah. Come on. But he also thinks that Terminator is better than Terminator 2.
2: Yeah, I don't get it. So. It's the same fucking movie. Seriously, watch them back to back. You don't need to argue with me. I'm <laughs> beat for beat. Terminator and Terminator yeah. 2 are the exact same movie. It's, it's the same exact script with minor differences. Seriously, watch them back to back. It's crazy.
1: I'm not going to go that far. I'm just saying, obviously the guy knows how to be wrong about some stuff. He
2: does. He's very good at so. it. So. He's very good at it.
1: But thanks for listening.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, though, uh, yeah, so that's it, though.
1: All right. Now that we're done shitting on our only listener, <laughs> uh, let's uh, get into
2: some corrections from last week. <laughs> that's the one, James. There we go.
0: Stupid! You're so stupid!
2: All right, James. Uh, last week, my dryer died. Remember that? Or my washing machine died, not my dryer. Correction. The dryer, the dryer
1: dried. Correction, the dryer <laughs> dried. The washer died.
2: Last week, I this has nothing to do with movies, but I said that <laughs> Sears doesn't exist. Sears still exists. It's not out of business.
1: Oh, did you say Sears doesn't exist? Yeah, well, well, they closed, Sears just closed at Macomb Mall. No,
2: they closed most of their stores. The closest one now that's open to us is in Fenton. It's like 45 to an hour away that's where uh, Carney lives. Yeah. Oh, I just doxxed him. Oh no. Oh no.
1: Now our hordes of listener <laughs> are going to show up at his door. <laughs>
2: Get fucked, Josh. Um, no, uh, Sears still exists, though. Uh, all of their <laughs> so mean to Josh. All of their, uh, all of their, um, they still have like like lots of like uh, their their technicians and stuff still run and all that stuff. Sure, so yeah, yeah, yeah. they're still a thing. They're not completely closed.
1: Tuck, tuck, tuck. And then
2: also, we said that Kane Hodder probably did stunts in 2001 Maniacs. He didn't. Wrong. He was just there as an extra playing a character named Jason. Go figure. Weird, right? <laughs> Yep, super uh, super meta cameo. Freddy vs. Jason. Oh my god! Right. Added to the list of things they were in together. Nice. I don't know who's keeping that list, but <laughs> some somebody might be. <laughs>
1: is there? Does the list go go beyond those two? Uh, oh wait, he oh wasn't yeah, in oh Freddy yeah. vs. Jason.
2: He wasn't. You're right. He was not
1: because he wasn't asked to. It's a fucking. Uh, it's a sore spot. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Sure is which is by the way like oh it's dog shit such dog shit. Yep. Mm. Yeah, okay. Well,
2: it's because of um, Ronnie Yu. Like, Ronnie Yu... Ronnie did, me? No, Ronnie Yu. Uh, he didn't give a shit about the franchise. He knew nothing about it. He was just... can't he, he did... Um, was it Bride of Chucky he did? And that was, like, a big hit. And so they just brought him in. He didn't give a shit about anything. He didn't know anything about the characters. The studio wanted to replace Jason. So he goes, okay, replace Jason. I don't care. Like, there was no... Um, there's no nothing with that. Like he didn't uh, give a shit.
1: Well, what a, so. what a dick.
2: Yeah, what a dickle. What a what a Ronnie.
1: <laughs> total Ronnie. Total Ron. This guy's being a total Ron.
2: All right. <laughs> a Ron Johnson. Oh. Ron Dick. Nice. Ha. What? <laughs> Fuck you, Josh. All right. Um... <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, what are we doing this week, James? Uh
1: Well, this week, uh, if you couldn't tell from the from the f- from the uh, the thing where we literally said that we watched Mad God, Mad God, yeah, Mad God, Ma- Mad God, Mad God, Mad God, Mad God. <laughs> mad God. If you couldn't tell from that, What's we did called? we did watch Mad God, Mad Mad God. I think it's Mad God. Okay. Um, and then we also or, or,
2: or the or as the cavemen say, God Mad.
1: Yeah. No, no, that, that did not <laughs> um and then we also watched a film from 2021 or wait yeah 2021 yeah were these yes. these are both brand new actually they are
2: both brand new 2021 and 2022 yes um from
1: 2021 the spine of night yes which which is, I... which is a dope name Isn't for a super for a movie name. it's also well we'll get into it we'll get into it okay. so to go along with that we got uh we got blue skis yes. Uh, I actually drank this on Fourth of July. I don't.
2: I didn't know that. You I don't did. think
1: you realized that. Uh, I didn't. This is Mr. Blue Sky, or from as uh, or as my neighbor Alex told me, Bluesky. Because uh,
2: Mr. Blue Sky. Because that's
1: exactly how it's spelled. Uh, this is from Griffin Claw Brewing Company, which is where Birmingham, Michigan, which Local is boys. where, like friggin' ten minutes from us, Local which boys. is dope. Ever um, been to the brewery? griffin claw yeah isn't that where you where uh taco tuesdays used to be um maybe or was
2: that dragon's mead no that was dragon's mead okay that was dragon's mead um griffin claw is uh it's a very cool place i don't know if i ever have been to griffin claw to it's, be honest with you the brewery is literally right in the middle of a residential area like across the street are houses okay it's pretty cool yeah
1: right on right on uh there are cities that get by on their good looks detroit has to work for a living. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a dick thing to say, but it's totally true. Um, there's nothing else on this can about this, but this is Mr. Blue Sky. It is a... Uh,
2: it's
1: a 4.5-er. It's a 4.5-er. It's an American wheat ale brewed with coriander and grapefruit peel.
2: Oh, it going to taste like soap.
1: Uh, I drank it on 4th of July, and I didn't, not like, I didn't notice. Do you I don't, not like... Uh, I don't like cilantro. Okay, good. But I know that coriander and cilantro are essentially... Well,
2: coriander is just the seed of cilantro.
1: Right. Um, coriander, in especially when used in brewing beer, doesn't really give me that soapy essence. So mm, I think okay. we'll be all right.
2: Okay. Well, let's give her a taste. Yeah. Cheers, sir. Cheers, bud. Nope. No. No, nice. I taste the uh, grapefruit more than I taste yeah. anything else. That's good.
1: And it's... Uh, yeah, it's a good, like, because I know that you, a couple, last summer, two summers ago, you were super into grapefruit stuff. Oh, I still am. That's Love a it. good, like, this one's a very, the grapefruit's not super sweet. No, it's very subtle. It's very subtle. It's not even subtle, really. It's just, it's kind of tart,
2: if, uh, which if, is really nice. If you're not understanding why we chose this beer for the week, uh, in the spine of night, it is all about uh, the blue flowering, like, uh, lotus plant. Thingy. thingy and uh oh. there's a part in the movie where the uh the main character makes blue, dazzling blue lights in the sky and this and that and everything's everything about the movie is about this blue flower so it's a very blue tinted <clears throat> movie
1: mr blue sky please tell me why why what you know that song don't you no mr blue sky i don't you don't i don't who's it by
2: <laughs> oh oh
1: is that chicago oh maybe I don't know. I'll 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 have to look it up. Okay. Uh yeah. Anyway. Um. So. Oh no. It's uh. It's um. E L O. Electric Light. Electric Light Orchestra.
2: Oh, Yellow. That song.
1: No. You've heard this song before.
2: Yeah, okay. You can show. It to we'll
1: me later. listen to it during the uh during the break. But yeah, okay. anyway. We need to come, we need to come up with a good because this time I actually remembered that we do the trailer. Yeah. But we need to come up with a good way to get into it because it's. Every other segment that we have, we have cool music or like some. Well, we
2: have cool music for this.
1: Yeah, I know, but I I just don't have a good transition yet. Okay. You need to help me figure something S- out.
2: S- sounds like a problem for you.
1: All right. Well, um, <laughs> let's get into trailer trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Are we calling terrible. it trailer trash still? Yeah. I don't even know. Yes, you do. You've I been do, calling it I... that
2: for four weeks. Hey, okay.
1: All right. <laughs> I just, I, I feel like it's, I feel like we're still on shaky ground.
2: Do you want? Do you want to redo it this? Yes. Too bad. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right,
1: James. Welcome to Trailer Trashed. Welcome. On this week's episode of Trailer Trash, we're gonna take a look at a little trailer. And we're gonna get trashed. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Okay. <laughs> That's how this
2: goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could All actually
1: right. just record that, and that could be the intro every single time. That could be. Yeah. It could be. be.
2: <laughs> <laughs> derpa 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 derp. All right.
1: All right. Uh, uh,
2: this week on Trailer Trash, James, uh, I have a uh, a doozy of a movie for you. A doozy uh, of a movie. A doozy of a movie. Don't for anyone
1: scary. who hasn't been here for the last few weeks. Um, we're gonna watch a trailer, yes. and uh, Mike doesn't tell me what the trailer is beforehand. No. no. And and then I'm gonna react to it. We're yeah. both gonna react to it. Sure. But. Uh, I have no idea what we're about to watch, except nope. for I just looked at the title. But, so do you but even is, looking, but do you even what what looking at the title, I have no idea what Okay, that good, is.
2: good, good. This is, I'll, I'll tell you this. This is related to, literally related to, one of the weirdest remakes of a classic franchise that you've ever seen. Okay. And that means literally nothing for this movie. I'm intrigued. So you're... All right. (laughs) You got nothing. All right. uh, So so the movie we are watching, the trailer we're watching, is for a movie called Allegoria. Allegoria. And uh, I will explain why. I don't want to give anything away now. I'll explain what that all means if you can't figure it out. Um, It's allegorical. It's (laughs) it's allegorical. All right. Let's Uh, watch it. This is the trailer to Allegoria. If you've not seen it, uh, pause. Go watch it. We'll be back in a few seconds, and we're going to talk about it and... um, have a live good. <laughs> okay, this is allegory. <laughs> live good. Death needs more. Death
0: needs me more. I.
1: A film by Spider One.
2: Spider One
1: he related to...
2: Does that mean anything to you?
1: I I was getting like devil's candy vibes from it. You're not wrong. That's actually a really good pull. That's a good pull. But um, obviously the artist didn't have the same abdominal muscles that Ethan Embry has.
2: So you're not... (laughs) I mean, come on ladies, right? If that ain't the truth, I don't know what is. (laughs) Uh, The name Spider-One didn't do anything for you.
1: Isn't Spider-One the guy from fucking... uh, Bring it in. Uh, hold on. Come on. Hold come on, on. Hold on. Dig deep. Spider One is from a band, right? <laughs> yes, yes. From Power Man Five
2: Thousand. That's the one. Okay. The singer of Power Man Five Thousand directed a film. <laughs> now, if my if my thing didn't make sense, uh, Spider One is the brother of Rob Zombie. Oh, so yeah. he is now. So is it? He are they related. actually like?
1: They're actually brothers of the, like. I step brothers. I believe. Or something that, like that. I
2: think they are step brothers. That's still a brother though. I mean, hell, they we're, should, not, we're they not related. Should, they we're should, brothers. They right? should
1: remake Step Brothers <laughs> with Rob Zombie and Spider One.
2: <laughs> I d I don't know that would be good. It'd be awesome, yeah. Uh anyway though, uh Goria though, uh looks pretty awesome. It's art horror. I love art horror. Um this 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 looks this looks <laughs> it's very, it's a very shallow pool. <laughs> like is there a lot of
1: art horror? <laughs> sure.
2: I mean, there was there's the Hard Candy. There was... What was that other movie? I've never about... seen Hard Candy. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Not Hard Candy. What was the movie? Oh, Devil's uh, Candy. Devil's Candy. Um, uh, hard Candy is the, the Hard Candy is the
1: woman with uh, uh, Patrick Wilson. Yes, yeah. that's it. Um, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Art, though... Art, though. One... I guess what that was, the was movie... that? Velvet, yeah. Velvet Buzzsaw. That's the one, The one yes. where...
2: <laughs> the yeah. One where where the she's one taking the where, uh, drugs and stuff.
1: The one where Gyllenhaal was just like a total ass... Because he was an art critic, which is the most useless thing in the entire world. (laughs) Seriously, if you're an art critic and you're listening to us, you're useless. Is that
2: the one where the girl was taking drugs? Like the girl was like a drug addict or whatever and she was working on an art piece? What was that? No, dude, that
1: was... uh, That was... That was... um, she Because she was a... Spoiler alert, she was a fucking vampire. Yeah. Uh, What was that?
2: I forget, I forget what it was called. It was but a good movie. We watched a lot of movies. Yeah. point is. Okay, but, yeah, you're right.
1: You're right. Art horror, art is, a horror is a thing. Art horror is a thing. It's okay. a small thing, but yeah, it's a yeah, yeah. thing. It's I like getcha. my dick. I got gotcha. you. All right, so.
2: <laughs> small, but it's, it's there. <laughs> it's sizable for its size. Um, yeah, yeah, anyway, though, I, art horror, I like though. I think it's cool. It, it's a cool perspective on, like, the, uh, on artists' perspective of the world. You know, how weird artists sure. can be? yeah. And I feel like uh, a lot of artists live tortured, horrific. Type worlds. There was a lot. A match no, made in heaven. There
1: was a lot going on in that trailer, though. Yeah. And the, like, it was a minute long, and it's, you had an artist painting some disturbing stuff, but then there was also some faceless ghoul behind him, like slitting a, his throat. With, and
2: there's also a, like, a weird uh, makeup was dude there, was with a big, big shitty grin on his face, which looked kind of suspect.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and, like, cheerleaders dying and stuff. Like, I don't know. It, it was a
2: lot of stuff. It's it's Power Man 5,000. If there's one thing that I know about Power Man 5,000 is that they've gone through a ton of genre changes in their lifespan, so this movie might go through a ton of genre changes in the movie. Okay. That's (laughs) fair. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah. It looks interesting. Yeah. It's not something that looks like I'm going to be super excited about it. Oh, come on. It's
2: Power Man 5,000. (laughs) Just because remember when they tried to be a punk band? Just because some <laughs>
1: shitty new metal singer directs a movie doesn't mean we have to love it.
2: Did you ever like them?
1: Powerman five thousand? Yeah. Uh, for a brief period.
2: Which uh, which record?
1: Very, very brief. Don't even know the name of the record. Ooh, was it because it was uh, that brief.
2: Was, was it the record with like it was the, the stars? It was gold? the
1: one that everybody liked. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. It's a it's a good record though. Yeah. It is.
1: What it what's the name what's the name of the I think the, it's the big called t- uh Tonight oh, was the Star uh, That's
2: the name of the song at least. Um this is what it's like when Star's collide. No, no, we're worlds collide. When worlds collide, yeah. Worlds Maybe the coll- record's called "Stars for Boulders." So I don't fucking remember. I don't know, but... dude.
1: Uh, yeah, it was obviously. It was. It was the sa- yeah. It was the same album that everybody else was yeah. into at that time. It's a good
2: record, though, in fairness. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I, I I will actually in in with rose colored glasses on. Right, that's the term, not the phrase. With Rose colored glasses, looking back fondly on something. Rose colored lenses. That's, well, yeah.
1: rose colored lenses when you look at something and you make it out to be something better than what it actually yeah, was. Yeah, so
2: exactly. That's that's that record.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, anyway, though, uh, that is Trailer Trash for this week, so.
1: All right. Well, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. That was Trailer Trash. Let's get into the Blade Feed. The Blade Feed.
2: All right, James uh, we do unfortunately have a couple of deaths to get to uh, first off we have uh, you ever heard of a movie called the shining never never in my life ever never okay well it's this little movie uh, directed by this guy and it was it was based on a book written by this other guy mm. whatever right uh, anyway I, though, don't, uh, I don't
1: read so
2: uh, uh, Joe Turkle has passed away this week at the age of 90 four. Uh and he was the uh his most iconic role was in The Shining. He was the bartender Lloyd in, oh, yeah. in The Shining. Yeah. So that was his most his, his for horror fans, that's what everyone knows him by Words
1: of Wisdom, Lloyd, my man. Words of wisdom.
2: Uh so yeah, like I said, ninety four years old. He has hundred and forty two credits to his name, which is a fucking huge bucket of win. Yep. As uh, oh I haven't said that in a while. <clears throat> Yeah, it's been at least a week. It's been, it's been at least <laughs> a week. Um, but yeah, he was in a couple, uh, an episode of Tales from the Dark Side. He was in uh, a bunch of other stuff, obviously. But uh, rest in peace to uh, Joe Turkle. Yep, rest in peace. Um, the biggie of this week, uh, no offense to Joe Turkle, but the biggie of this week, uh, James Kahn. Oof. passed away which is ironic that we just did misery yeah not what three four weeks ago whatever yeah. it was uh James Kahn passed away at the age of 82 which seems a hair young uh I, I I have to this point not heard of any cause of death uh for him yeah so I'm hoping that at 82 there was a reason <clears throat> for it that seems too young to die
1: I don't know what's the life expectancy of a man in America it's it's not eight it's not in your 80s I think sure it's, it is. Sure. this is. I think it's like mid seventies. No,
2: not at all. Dude, you're still healthy as a horse in mid seventies. I don't know about like that. Mr. Red. <laughs>
1: um I don't know. Yeah. eighty two at eighty two it, it literally could be anything. Though, it could be
2: anything. Know. I hope it was nothing bad though. I hope that, you know. Um well I I mean, he's dead, so it's it was probably <laughs> bad. <laughs> it's bad enough. But you know what I mean though. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, obviously but, I if mean, it was like foul play or something like that, we'd know about it. But, yeah, um.
1: but James Caan, fucking legendary. 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 Um, elf. <laughs> elf. I mean, let's <laughs> let's kick it off with the most important role of his life in Elf. Uh, Sonny in The Godfather. Yeah. Uh, it's probably
2: what he's best known for is in The Godfather. That, that, I think that was the movie that put him on the map more than anything else. Uh,
1: yeah, probably. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know for sure. Maybe
2: it was Elf. I don't know. <laughs> But, uh, uh, for,
1: for our generation, probably.
2: <laughs> uh, he was in uh, Alien Nation, though, Eraser, tons of... tons. It's James Khan It's fucking James Khan dude. Uh, rest in peace, James Khan It's the father you, of Scott Khan You will be missed, Scott Khan
1: Scott Khan you got big fucking shoes got big to shoes. fill, my man. You got big shoes. Big shoes.
2: Gone in 60 Seconds 2 is going to be uh, your calling card. <laughs> uh, All right, uh, yeah, moving on here. High Fire, James High Fire is a new show coming out. I'm going to read you on Paramount Plus. I'm going to read you uh, what this show is about, and I want you to fan cast the lead dragon.
1: Okay, hold on. Earlier tonight, you said that you want to fan cast one of the movies that we watched, really without giving me any warning, and now with zero warning, you want me to fan cast...
2: But this one is actually casted. I just want to see if you can put put the actor to the role. Okay, okay. Okay, so... In the genre-bending live-action series High Fire, a gritty crime thriller... High Foyer? High Foyer. High Foyer. Uh, It's a gritty crime thriller with doses of magical realism. Its central character, High Fire, is a vodka-drinking, flash-dance-loving dragon who lives an isolated existence in the bayous of Louisiana. Cast that role. (sighs) Cast the
1: dragon? Yes. A a vodka-loving... Vodka drinking, vodka drinking,
2: flash dance loving, dragon.
1: Is this supposed to be easy?
2: When you when 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 you realize who it is, yes.
1: Uh, oh, geez, I don't know, dude. Uh, uh, uh Bruce Campbell. <laughs> that
2: would be great. Almost as good, though. Yeah, Nicolas Cage. Oh. <laughs> Nicholas Cage will be playing the vodka drinking flash dance loving dragon <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, I awesome. love I love everything about Nicholas Cage in the last 15 years like his his well, career ooh. 10 years whatever like his <laughs> career is maybe my favorite thing in the world to watch say, at this point
1: let's say five years
2: <laughs> no more than that more than that uh his I don't know his career just does not disappoint like every time you think he's done like he's hit his peak cageness. He does something like this. Yeah. He just keeps, I mean, who knows how good this is going to be, but he keeps on doing himself and the types of role he takes. So, know?
1: to just to make sure that I heard you properly, a dragon? He's a dragon? Yes, he's a dragon. Okay. Yeah. Who drinks vodka, loves Flash and Dance. And loves Flash Dance. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
2: um, once upon a time dragons ruled the earth and Lord Highfire ruled the dragons from his ire. Uh, but this is not once upon a time. This is now and all of and, and all Lord Highfire rules is a shack in Louisiana's honey swamp island. Honey swamp island, isn't that where Hatchet took place? Oh yeah, it that is. was where Hatchet took place. I only
1: I only know that because of your Monstropoli board. Yeah. Like huh. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't know that from watching the movies. I
2: smell a crossover.
1: I smell uh Nicolas
2: Cage, Adam Green, I mine. smell
1: a Monstropoly night. Oh damn. We haven't mess. played in a long time. It has been a while.
2: Uh High Fire has become plain old Vern. And by day he, Vern, Vern. Vernon. Oh. Leslie Vernon Hello. tied to the Hatchet series Son in release dates. Bitch. Come on. Uh, Vern by the day and he hides out among the alligators watches cable TV and drinks obscene amounts of vodka to pass the time <laughs> it isn't much of a life but he's alive to live it and Vern is prepared to do whatever it takes even if it's violent to preserve his own hide when Vern's wi- uh, world collides with a human teen named Squib who becomes mixed up in some trouble while running booze for the local mob their mutual struggle for survival becomes entangled in the most unlikely of friendships who's playing what
1: squib the fuck? who's playing
2: squib i hope it's nicolas cage <laughs> <laughs> i hope nicolas cage a teenager. as the dragon
1: and as the teenager squib
2: that's all I can hope for oh man I hope it's really bad like de-aging there was a little piece
1: there was a little piece of uh, there was a little a little uh, what do you want to call it I don't know proverb or something in there that was that was kind of nice though it's not it's not much of a life but he's alive to live it like that's kind of a
2: I like it yeah, I'd find that in a you fortune know. cookie. Yeah, fuck. I Absolutely,
1: mean, life's not always life's not always grand, but at least you're alive.
2: So this is based on a novel called High Fire by uh, Ian Colfer. Really? Yeah. So uh, you ever heard of the Artemis Fowl series? Yes. Same author. Okay. Same. Author. All right. Right on. So, uh, so that's that's this though. It just sounds fun, and like I said, <clears> I love <throat> everything Nicholas Cage is doing here. Yeah, so cool. be on the lookout for that. Let's see here. Uh, John Carpenter has spoken about Halloween ends and claims that it is a departure from previous movies. What's that mean? I smell a Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 coming. <laughs> That's what I smell. You really? Um, you think? No. Recently, he says, you'll see it's a departure from the others. Uh, it's interesting. Dave is a good director. I love working with him, uh, is what Carpenter told uh, Sci-Fi Wire, uh, 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 the website. He just means um,
1: it's a departure from the other two, though.
2: It's a departure from the other two. Right. So. I don't know. They they mean, focus that can really. That could mean anything. They focus really hot and heavy on hitting hitting a lot of the trademark things in the first movie, and then really going into the violence and the gore in the second movie. Maybe it's a musical. Oh my god, I'd be in love. Are you I kidding would, me? I'd kill myself. I would out wa- of happiness. Wa- oh, <laughs> That's, is that why people kill themselves? <laughs> yeah. I love my life. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping off a Everything's so
1: perfect. <laughs> That's insensitive. We shouldn't um, joke about that.
2: Yeah, well, all the people we get offended are dead, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Going to hell. All right.
2: Anyway, uh, Gordon Green did say that uh, there will be a four-year time jump from the end of Kills to the events of Ends. So, um, yeah, really? I'm, I'm pumped for it. You know, that's gonna it's coming out soon. we only got a couple months before it's out. So. Are you
1: pumped? You hated Kills.
2: Oh, I'm still pumped for it. I really am. Okay. I feel like Kills... You, I feel like you can almost disregard kills. I feel like you're going to be able to go from. Well, Halloween I'm, not going, I'm to not going to
1: because I enjoyed it to a I certain just, degree. I
2: don't know. I think kills could be literally shrunk down to a 20 minute short film that bridges the two movies together. Honestly, I really do. Well, that's just my opinion. But
1: if you drink enough while you're watching it, it kind of becomes a 20 minute. short Really? Because you fall asleep for half yeah. of it.
2: <laughs> it's yeah. Perfect. Um, let's see here. Uh, the Ghostbusters people. There, that's where we're at. Uh, at the end of Ghostbusters, uh, uh, what was it called? Afterlife. There we go. At the end of <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife, uh, Winston Zettimore was featured prominently at the very end of it. Uh, director Jason Reitman has now spoken about the future of the series, okay. saying that the character of Winston Zeddemore and Zeddemore Industries figure strongly into the future of the Ghostbusters franchise.
1: I mean, I kind of figured they would.
2: I'm just happy, though, that we're getting confirmation of this because it's about time that Winston gets his due. It's about fucking time. I feel like he's always been a little bit forgotten about because it's always been about Ramis, Aykroyd, and uh, 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 Murray.
1: I've always loved Ernie Hudson. So have I. As Winston. He didn't
2: even get billing Mm -hmm. in the first movie yeah didn't even get done the second movie he did but he's always been sort of like the red-headed stepchild of ghostbusters yeah so i'm i'm very excited that they're using his character to further the rest of the series it's really offensive to
1: red-headed stepchildren
2: <laughs> don't be redheaded. um but i i'm just i'm just very excited about it and yeah I hope that's that...
1: that's cool and like i said you could kind of tell they were setting it up for for that in afterlife and yeah. and i think it's a cool angle You know, because he's uh, he's he's obviously made a a big success of himself. Yeah. He can use that to help these. So I'm assuming the kids are going to come back as the.
2: I hope so. I hope they don't try to recast everyone. But
1: unless they do like a into the future kind of thing where they recast with some older actors. Oh, they could. But then they would make him quite a bit older. It's
2: funny, though because if I had to recast what's his name from Stranger Things? Um uh Wolfhard. If I had to recast Wolfhard, I'd probably cast Paul Rudd. He was already <laughs> he was already in the movie. <laughs> you know? No, there's no, there's Adrian somebody. Brody. They Who? both have giant noses. No,
1: I would actually <laughs> I would actually probably recast him with I would just recast him with uh with uh Bill Hader cuz oh. that's he played the older Finn Wolfhard in it.
2: So we're just going to continue on with that. Yeah. Everything Finn Wolfhard is in, Bill Hader has <laughs> yeah. to play as equal like, later yeah. on. <laughs> you yeah. know what? I'm into it. Link him up. <laughs> uh, anyway, though, uh, James, what's new on the blue? All right. The Blu rays. What's new on the blue? The laser rays, what's if new you will. <clears throat> on the
1: blue? Laser rays. George A. Ramiro's long-lost la- long film, The Amusement Park, from 1973, which was unearthed back in 2019, is getting a Blu-ray release from Shudder and will be available on September 13th. Uh, the 60-minute film is a PSA about, and this is, I didn't know anything about this, um, the 60-minute film is a PSA about age discrimination in America. Did you know that? Yeah. And it follows an elderly gentleman around an amusement park who finds himself disoriented and increasingly isolated as the pains, tragedies, and humiliations of aging in America are manifested through roller coasters and chaotic crowds. That's pretty wild.
2: Yeah. It's, um,. It's interesting. It's not horror so much in like the general sense from my understanding about it. It's like no, it's it's horror. Not. It's like real life horror. Of yeah. Aging and, his his yeah. widow
1: actually said she was uh she was asked and she said uh it's it's not a genre film, but it is the most horrifying thing that he's ever made because it's real life, yeah. you know. Yep. And it definitely When you watch <laughs> hearing, a zombie hearing, movie, hearing that definitely makes me want to grow old. It <laughs> sounds that sounds awful. All right. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola, or Coppola, if you're a fucking idiot, ni- from 1992. Who were you
2: talking to? Huh? Who calls him Coppola? <laughs>
1: you don't remember that? No. Okay. We'll just let it slide then. Yeah, it was me, wasn't it? Uh, no, it wasn't oh. you. It wasn't you. It was uh, a girlfriend of one of our friends back in the day.
2: Oh, Sueto. Yeah, Ah, Yeah. Uh,
1: 1992 film Bram Stoker's Dracula is already out on 4K, so why would you go and buy it again?
2: Oh, um, are they... Well, for one,
1: Michael, don't interrupt me. This new release that's available on October 4th from Sony Pictures Home Entertainment has a brand new music video for Love Song for a Vampire by Annie Lennox, and that's exciting if you're into videos for songs with really stupid names. Uh, But also, this release has a newly added featurette called Bloodlines, Dracula, The Man, The Myth, The Movies. And that should be really exciting to anyone who's really into featurettes with really stupid names. But the most important detail about this release is that it is forever immortalized. Or entombed, if you will.
2: In human skin.
1: And (laughs) stunning. (laughs) Uh, Ah, the skin's
2: under the steel, isn't it? Packaging, yes.
1: (laughs) Stunning steelbook packaging, my God. How it shimmers in the sun. Nah. Don't put it in the sun, though, because it'll no. burst into flames. <clears throat> uh, next up, I Know What You Did Last Summer. One of our favorite slashers from the 90s for two big, beautiful reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, the soundtrack and the kills, obviously. Of um, is coming to 4K Ultra HD on September 27th. And aside from the two wonderful and soft reasons that I just mentioned, again, being the soundtrack and the kills, this release will also feature six new deleted scenes and... An alternate ending.
2: Is there anything else deleted from it?
1: (laughs) My virginity. (laughs) Because of the soundtrack and the kills. The
2: first layer of skin (laughs) off of my arm. (laughs) Gone. (laughs)
1: Because I was just so anxious watching it that I just couldn't stop rubbing my arm in the theater. Nope. Uh, And last, but certainly not least, a trio of 4K releases from Scream Factory, starting with John Carpenter's The Fog, which will be available on September 13th, and then Sam Raimi's Army of Darkness and Fede Alvarez's Evil Dead remake, both of which will be uh, available on September 27th.
2: Can we take a moment really quickly just to rip on Josh again? (sighs) If we must. He hates the fog. What? What the fuck kind of human being hates the fog? (laughs) I don't get it. It's maybe my favorite Carpenter movie. Didn't you say
1: that earlier?
2: (laughs) I don't care. I'm bringing it up again. When we were talking
1: about The Ward...
2: No, we, we we're talking I'm about I'm
1: joking. That's a, We've been ripping on Josh so much that I figured I would rip on you no, for your shitty no. taste in he movies. Doesn't like the um, Fog, though. The Fog is your favorite carpenter I, movie, I though? Love,
2: I think the tone of The Fog is amazing. Love it. Absolutely right. love it. Well, and it's a, it's a great ghost story. Josh can't get past pirate ghosts for some reason. Come on, Josh. I mean,
1: those, those, those feel like they go hand in hand. I know. Pirates and ghosts? I know. The, the flying <laughs> Scotsman? Like, I don't get it. I don't know, dude. Okay, you're re- <laughs> you really have it out for him tonight.
2: We're gonna we're gonna fight one day. We should probably Me have him back guy.
1: on the show soon, so he can defend himself a little bit. because well, uh, at this point, it just seems like a one sided fight. It's
2: fine because the next time we told him we were gonna have him on the show, we were gonna do my movie. <laughs> so I'll get ripped oh, to shreds. Dude. So uh, let's yeah. do it next week. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> or two. Seriously, like in the in the next couple weeks, we should hey, Josh, ask him.
2: We're not going to call you. You call us. No. But I'm
1: I'm going to ask him tomorrow if he wants to be on the show in the next couple weeks so we can watch your shit movie.
2: No, it's it's shit. Okay. That's true.
1: All right. Anything <laughs> it's, it's else? Very true.
2: Um. Yeah. Is that is all you got? Yeah. That's all I got. All right. Uh, the Duffer Brothers are wrapping up Stranger Things with one more season in season five. Uh, season four just wrapped. We haven't watched it yet. We're a bit late to the punch, but we're going to be doing that hopefully in the next couple of
1: weeks. Season here. four didn't just wrap.
2: Yeah, it did. Well, I, I, on TV, like, 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 oh, it's out. <laughs> I was it's out. Say. If it, it just wrapped and they, if it,
1: if it just wrapped and they already have it on TV, it's pretty fucking
2: That's impressive. Pretty good, yeah. Anyway, though, uh, the Duffer Brothers have now founded Upside Down Pictures, uh, their new production company, and the they've reference. got a ton already in the works. Okay, all good things, by the way. Uh, so Matt and Ross Duffer, uh, they're uh, launching a new label with Netflix uh, titled Upside Down Pictures. Like I said, and uh, they are doing uh, a lot of stuff here. First off, a new live action series based on Death Note. We did the Death Note movie yeah. for the show, mm-hmm. so they're doing a live action version of Death Note. Right now, uh, they're doing an original series uh, from the creators of Dark Crystal. So I'm hoping that's going to be another puppet, you know, centric puppet centric. Uh, TV show
1: Puppet centric. Yeah.
2: They're also now doing a series adaptation of Stephen King's The Talisman. Nice. Uh, Stephen King and Peter Stra- Straub uh, co-wrote that uh, book. Cool. Uh The Talisman, they're they're both doing that. They're also doing a spin-off of Stranger Things. They got a lot in the fucking pipes here.
1: I wonder what I don't know, well, we haven't watched season 4 yet, so I I don't know what that would, could possibly be. I wonder if there's any Do you think there's anybody in the know who might know what that would be?
2: Oh, uh, the spinoff.
1: The off? I have no idea.
2: Absolutely no There's idea. There's going to be a
1: fifth season of Stranger Things, right? Yeah. Haven't the they said one. that's okay? Yep. All right. That's the final one. We should um, really get on that soon.
2: Yes, very soon. Yeah. I've, I've been waiting because I especially didn't since watch it, especially
1: but. since some of our some of the people that we know who two weeks ago were complaining about people doing spoilers on Facebook are now themselves doing spoilers on Facebook. <clears throat> yeah. Your asshole
2: just Go don't talk yourself, ab- Chris. just don't
1: talk about it just don't <laughs> talk about it you know like yes. it's not you don't have to talk about stuff that you watch on Netflix on Facebook yeah you don't have to it's simple i don't ever i talk about it with you and that's it yeah and my wife. Nobody else cares. Because <laughs> nobody else cares. Like I just don't I don't get people who talk about I know. Side Side note here though, Sidebar. the um that mm.
2: Talisman TV show based on the Stephen King and Peter Straub novel. Yeah. Uh is also being uh produced alongside Amblin Entertainment. Oh, so nice. this is Stephen King and Ab- Amblin with the Duffer Brothers.
1: Nice. I mean come that's on, just come that's on. just that's just a nostalgia machine right How there. How is
2: that possibly going to be bad? It's not. It's not. It's not. Um, no, it's it's not snot. Snot has a negative connotation. Snot. It's not. (laughs) Anyway, though, uh, that's the news for this week. All
1: right. Well, we're going to take a little bit of a break here. And when we get back, we're going to talk about some, the, the animation domination.
2: Ooh, that's trademark Fox. We're getting sued.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Thanks, James. Well. Ruined it. Podcast is over. I literally have $5. So come at me. Fox box, box, box. Throughout this we will see faces ripped apart with hooks a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp and graphic macabre torturous images that defy description hi hello
2: we're back back from, again
1: from beyond <laughs> which is uh the bathroom
2: yes the great beyond <laughs> the great, <laughs> the, great beyond. the great beyond um okay james 30 years ago phil tippett decided to start uh, making a movie called mad god yeah over the years he released three short films making up about half of the movie we just watched which movie Mad God, Mad God, Mad God, Mad God, Mad God, Mad God. <laughs> it's like Mad Dog the beer. You're heading Mad Dog.
1: Mad Dog. Oh, oh no, yeah. you're Red Dog. You're thinking oh, of Red it's Dog. Red Dog. Mad Dog. Mad Dog. Mad Dog is the game. Mad Dog McCree. Ooh, which is fucking.
2: No, there's a Mad
1: Dog. A ten beer. out of ten.
2: Is there not a Mad Dog beer? I swear it was. Oh, you know what I'm thinking? Mad Dog, uh, uh, three sixty-five, whatever it is, that hot sauce. It's like a mad dog. I swear to God, look it up. Is there's there a-,
1: a there's a mad dog brewery. I no, think.
2: It, no, it's a hot sauce.
1: All I know, I swear to God, all God. I know is that in like 2004 in Mount Pleasant, you could get a 30 whacker or red dog for like 12 <laughs> bucks. I think that's all you need to know. <laughs> Let
2: it be known: the name 30 whacker is the best name for like anything <laughs> ever. <laughs> I don't know why it cracks me up so much, but it does.
1: Mad Dog 370 357. That's the one. Plutonium.
2: That's the one. It's on Hot Ones all the time. Yeah, it Used yep. to be at least.
1: But again, I go back the only Mad Dog that that matters is Mad Dog McCree.
2: Yeah, what's Mad Dog? I, I don't know the, what that is. The
1: game? The first it was like one of it was like it was a first person shooter for fucking DOS. You had to like oh. you had to do the 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 C. colon slash slash mad dog and oh dude what a good game i'd never even heard of it if greg's listening to this he'll he'll uh he'll back me up on this it it was such a good game uh anyway was
2: was mad dog mccree uh claymation by chance no so that has nothing to do with what we're talking about nope
1: neither does does mad dog 357 neither does red dog beer even though we should find a reason to, is red dog even around anymore
2: I'm sure we can find it. We
1: should find a reason to drink it for the show sometime. Would
2: 20-year-old Red Dog taste any better than fresh Red Dog?
1: (laughs) It probably probably (laughs) would taste taste better. (laughs) better.
2: It's
1: the only beer that
2: ages in the can. (laughs) I don't think we've done Cujo. So uh, Mm. there you go. There you go. There you go. Red Dog. Uh, Anyway, though, uh, yeah, everyone's been talking about Phil Tippett's Mad God. Everybody has been talking about it. So we figure we should probably be timely, talk about it now instead of like a year from now when no one gives a shit, you know?
1: Which is not really our style. <laughs> not to, at all. To be perfectly honest uh, with you. Phil
2: Tippett, if you are not familiar with Phil Tippett's work, uh, you're very familiar with the movies he did work on. Uh, little movies like Jurassic Park. Never heard of it. Starship Troopers. What? All three RoboCop movies. A uh, little movie called... You mean RoboFlop. Yeah. <laughs> little movie called Star Wars. Stank Wars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Haunting. With that's Liam not, Neeson. That's
1: not bad. Uh, that's pretty good. Uh, tremors two. Uh, Tremors poo.
2: <laughs> I'm just gonna keep going. Willow.
1: Uh. <laughs> I don't have a good one for Pillow. that. Willow, <laughs> That's soft uh, bitch. Right.
2: Uh let's see. Idiot. I, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. <laughs> Come, I on. Come I on! I can't! I can't! No, my brain's not Come working. On. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Poon. <laughs>
1: See that, that actually would be a good
2: <laughs> I bet she's ripping I, men's hearts out one I, at a time. I bet that
1: exists. I'm oh, gonna look it up. It's got to, it's got to exist. Yeah.
2: I'm not that original. Um, anyway, though, um, uh, this was a uh, a movie that, uh, like I said, he started 30 years ago, he yeah. started right before the release of uh, fuck, what movie was it? Robocop. Okay, <clears throat> and uh, once Jurassic Park came out, though. Uh, like he basically abandoned it, abandoned it because of the CGI that was coming in. There, famously, Phil Tippett uh, felt really jaded by the entire process of Jurassic Park because he had designed <clears throat> all of these amazing stop motion animations for Jurassic Park, and then they basically scrapped it all in favor of CGI. Which the thing is, though, the CGI in Jurassic Park, as anybody who's ever seen the movie can attest to. It holds up better than any CGI made even nowadays. It's really something. It's remarkable. It's really something. <laughs>
1: I sound it like is. such an idiot. When no, I said but that. it is. But it is. <laughs> but
2: um. But Phil Tippett, there was a documentary that I was watching. I don't know where I watched it at, but it was uh, a big portion of it was about how he just felt like completely jaded in the entire industry because. Yep his his love of stop motion animation was being replaced.
1: Well, it's like yeah, I mean, it he, he's probably like a student of the um what the hell is his name? Uh, Harryhausen.
2: No, the game, the rapper. <laughs> student of the game. <laughs> student of the game.
1: Like it, he probably grew up Oh, absolutely. You know, like being being influenced heavily by Harryhausen. Absolutely. And thought like oh this is this is my thing this is what i'm gonna con- i'm gonna continue this and then all of a sudden amazing cgi comes into play yeah. it would be a really it would be a really difficult thing to kind of grapple with sure you know what i mean sure i get it um so i mean but you know jurassic park looks amazing I, it does I mean, it does it's, even it's, 30 it's years hard, later it, it looks it, so good
2: it's hard to hold that against them you yeah. know they pioneered cg in a way that like now, everything that we see is possible. Like that movie started it. Right. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, though, Phil Tippett, though, is one of the greatest visual effects artists of all time. Like mm-hmm. he's incredible. He's in the category of a uh, Ray Harryhausen. Of um, his name is escaping me. The guy that did King Kong that Harryhausen actually learned under. Like he's in, in my opinion, at least, he's in that that conversation in terms of like uh, physical practical effects, yeah. right, or, or physical visual effects. um, But uh, yeah, so Mad God is his opus. It's an hour-and-a-half-long stop-motion animation film with virtually zero dialogue.
1: Yeah, there's really no... There's, there's, no, there's, there's no dialogue. Grunts there's grunts and groans, there's, that's about it. I think there's a couple lines of spoken English, but they're not really... They're not dialogue. No. They serve no purpose, really. No. Well...
2: I feel nope. like a lot of things in this movie don't serve a purpose. <laughs> they're they're just there to look cool. Yeah. Um. Here's the thing. Everybody is flipping out, bending over backwards, praising this movie. And where I loved it, I'm not gonna sit here and say that I thought it was <clears> the <throat> greatest thing that I've ever seen in my life. Maybe that's an unpopular opinion.
1: Um. I think that like. Uh like so i told you i was i was trying to watch it down here and work at the same time like i was i was trying to stitch up some wallets and watch it at the same Little time euphemism uh, no <laughs> no um but uh and and, and t- typically i typically i don't like doing that uh and sometimes with some movies i can i can i can do it and and there's just some movies where you don't need your eyes on the screen all the time you know what sure. i mean um, this is not one of those movies like your eyes need to be on the screen the whole time because there is no dialogue and the entire experience of this movie is an audio visual kind of thing mm-hmm. it's like uh there's there's so many minute details in every single shot that and that's I think that's why people are praising it so much like this was clearly a labor of love like oh sure this it's incredible.
2: In the realm of stop motion animation, it's it's a triumph. It yeah. is. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not taking that away from it's it. It's a triumph. It, no, but it is though. No, like, I it's, know. it's incredible. Like like you, pine, like stop motion pioneers. at the guys that did uh, Wallace and Gromit, you know, like like those guys, like like changed the game. Yeah. Like they're they're incredible at what they do. Phil Tippett again, one of those guys.
1: Or the guys who did the little orange and green worms on Eureka's Castle.
2: duh (laughs) right um but like the fact that this took 30 years to make you know is 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 a testimony to how much of a labor of love this movie was yeah the the thing that i will say is this it's beautiful to look at right it's it's again i'll say it's a triumph in stop motion animation but (laughs) but what
1: you already sounded like an asshole the first it's time. It's a
2: triumph. This in movie, <laughs> like, stop motion you, animation. You
1: sound like you sound like somebody who wants to be a. I know. I know. A movie critic. But it is. Though. It's an absolute.
2: <laughs> but it is though. Like <laughs> there's name something else like this.
1: It's an absolute triumph. Name
2: name something else like this.
1: Uh, something else like this. There's not. Uh, every tool video.
2: Oddly enough, there's a weird connection this, between those. This,
1: movie's, this movie is an hour and a half long tool video, essentially. Which 100%. that's I'm not knocking it at all. I love tool videos and I really I enjoyed this movie. Will I ever watch this movie again? Most likely that's not. That's
2: the thing. It's, it's It's the kind of movie that I would watch again if I was trying to show somebody it. Right? I'd watch it again. I don't <laughs> know that I would ever put it back on myself. No. Here's the thing. This is the kind of movie, in my opinion, that would be much more suited for it being broken up into three parts and shown as half an hour short movies, mm, like short right, films. Yeah, I
1: can see that because it, it does. It does.
2: It grinds on my attention a little bit, like being that there's no dialogue, being that there's no, um, there's no real like, like audio narrative. No to follow, real narrative. That's what I was. It's a little bit. It, it's a bit. Yes, it's a feast for the eyes, but that that can get old to me a little bit.
1: Um, that's know? what, like, the first probably 40 minutes of the movie, I was thinking, you know what the uh, cinema of the unsettling is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, the first 40 minutes of the movie almost seemed like it could have been that. Yeah. It was just visual vomit. In a good way. Sure. <laughs> if, if you can... If that can be a good thing. Sure. It was just it was it was all like very unsettling imagery. Like just stuff that made your skin kind of crawl. Um with no narrative. Like no Rhyme discern no discernible narrative. And I was like, Well, this is this is this is literally just like it, it, it's like it's weird. It's not like it was pointless. It's not like there was no uh reason for it. There was it's. This There's is a, a lot of subtext. This too, is a as hard well. one for me to pick apart. Like he's obviously trying to say something. I mean, sure. he, he oh, starts sure. the movie. He starts the movie with a. Is that an actual quote from
2: Leviticus? I have no idea. I'm going to assume that it is.
1: I mean, it's got to. It's got to be right. Like, I mean, you if you're quoting Leviticus. It you might wouldn't as well put be a right. quote on the screen <laughs> and then put Leviticus at the bottom, and, unless it was actually from Leviticus. Yeah. Um. So there is. There is something that he's trying to say, but it's not like it's not it's not only not immediately uh or obviously apparent what he's trying to say it's mm-hmm. like buried under I a
2: had, mound
1: of dirt and shit i had <laughs> you a, know what i mean
2: i had a thought about what the movie was about and i i could be way off base on this i had a thought that the subtext of the movie could potentially be about life itself and about but about like literally the creation of life like each one of those little minor guys they're going down with the map and stuff yeah he's like a sperm okay going in <laughs> to create life because a lot of this movie does have to do with life like they have these little warm baby things and then there's this big bang that happens which could be when life starts and then it goes on about life happens and this and that but then it ends again and it's the cycle of of life like is this the story of literally like like a sperm finding its way in to become a real person? When
1: I even you know I even to like that's that's one way to look at it. Another way to look at it, it would be not like the because that that whole big bang sequence. Mm-hmm. There was a part of me where I was just like, "Oh, is this the literal big bang? Is like, is this is everything happening before this the the precursor to what our perceivable universe is and then this is how the universe was created Well, th- because then it does go into showing like the formation of civilization sure and, well, the then, and then the movie's called mad deg- god too, and then though. the degradation of civilization the movie's
2: called mad god it's literally like mad scientist god and how the world was created because god was a mad scientist right right, right. Is, that, is, is that what it's trying to say like I feel like there's a who, million who needs ways a,
1: who needs a manicure by the way <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah right did you get weird what did they like, call vibes yeah, from? yeah. Oh, oh totally
1: especially the way he kind of walked with his yep. his wrist angled like this and his and his, uh, his fingernails all mm-hmm. fucking snaggly um, um Real what did they call him? The alchemist? Is, uh, that, is I, that
2: I think that's what it was. Is That what he was credited? I don't know. As? I don't have any starring things on here because there's really nobody starring <laughs> in it. Um, just if if nobody else has ever heard of this before, uh, a synopsis for the movie. I know we're a little bit past this, but a corroded diving bell descends amidst a ruined city, and the assassin emerges from it to explore a labyrinth of bizarre landscapes inhabited by freakish denizens.
1: The and the assassin emerges from. That's it? That's what he's so credited the, as, he's yeah. so the guy in the uh, like the.
2: The hat, and the, the, goggles the goggles, and the, the nine snails goggles. Yeah,
1: he's credited <laughs> as the assassin. Yeah, that's really well.
2: He does have a bomb. The first one does go down there to lay a yeah, bomb. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So I don't. I, I. I. I'm not smart enough. I don't think to pick apart what this all means. <laughs> I'm, I'm right um, there with you, bud. <laughs> and I didn't look this up. A lot of times we'll look stuff up. I didn't for this one. Yeah.
1: Um, and I intend to. I actually wanna. I wanna know what pe- I, I felt like it would have been well not only did we finish the movie right before we started so it wouldn't have made any sense to look it up but i wasn't going to regardless because i felt like as soon as i started watching this movie i knew that if i came in talking about this movie like i knew what was going on it would be completely disingenuous because oh, i don't yeah, i don't think that any like i think there's probably some really smart people who would watch this movie and they would they would be able to
2: pick out piece things, together,
1: yeah. piece together some sort of narrative or like read the subtext and and figure out what's going on. But if you're like, I think it would be very obvious if you came to the table and you started saying, "Well, like, oh, this is obviously about this and this right here is," yeah. but blah, 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 blah. like you'd be, <laughs> I'd be like, okay, yeah, you looked up a bunch of opinions from other people because that <laughs> exactly, you know what I mean? Like this is the type of movie where it requires. A long discussion, and then eventually you go, "Oh,
2: yeah, I agree. Oh, I agree. That's what
1: it was." Um, and even then, that might be wrong.
2: Oh, I don't think this, there's it, a right it, or wrong answer for it. That's the thing. I think this is one of those movies that, like, you could probably whatever you're taking from it. It's like a good song. You're well, gonna take from it whatever you get from right. it. Right. Well,
1: even even uh, even from RogerEbert.com uh, dot com, it so says you, so. You did look stuff up. No, no, no. Like. <laughs> literally i googled it literally right before we started talking and it says mad god is a microcosm of amoral scavengers who keep their motives to themselves and are always seconds away from being devoured and or repurposed by the next derangeoid to come along so there's no like there's no like e- even in that little brief write up there's no yeah guess at what the underlying theme is you know what i mean
2: this is gonna be a weird way of putting this but bear with me here right this is gonna be one of my really bad analogies okay think of a shish kebab right the skew (laughs) (laughs) i think i killed james (laughs) i shouldn't have
1: started drinking right then dude (laughs) I just there's there's no way to ever know how you're gonna start one of your bad one of your your bad one of your bad analogies in a mid drink. I wish there was a better way to say it. Think of a shish kebab, right?
2: Dude, okay, all right, I'm thinking of a shish okay. kebab. <laughs> Give me a beer while you're thinking uh, of a now, shish kebab. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so think of a shish kebab, right? Phil Tippett's, Phil, Phil Tippett's actual plot, right? Like the story that he's trying to tell is the skewer. Okay, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Skewer doesn't make a shish kebab, as in a movie. <laughs> so all the beef that is <laughs> that is then skewered onto the shish kebab skewer, right? That's everything that you're seeing. Okay. Do you, you kind of get what I'm saying though like <laughs> yeah. like you have you have this plot that he's that he's moving forward within the narrative. The plot's but, buried but, under the beef. But everything that you're seeing though all the all the, the the cool stop motion animation that is just there for the sake of being cool stop motion animation. Yeah. It doesn't really serve a purpose to the story. Very little of it serves the purpose of the story. Yeah. It's all just beef.
1: Wait, so hold on. In this you know? analogy, in this analogy, you're saying that the beef is completely irrelevant Secondary. to the skewer. <laughs> you're saying that the only because important sh- part of a shish kebab is the skewer. Well, yes,
2: because without without the skewer, it wouldn't be shish kebab. It would just be beef. It would but, be a stir-fry.
1: But without it the, would be a stir-fry. But James. without the beef you'd go hungry.
2: No, you'd have vegetables. <laughs>
1: you know what i'm saying
2: my point is this a shish kebab is solely solely exists in the fact that it's skewered okay that that's my point like the skewer is the most important part of the shish kebab but everything else on it though this
1: might be one of my favorite analogies you get, you get what i'm saying though you get what I'm i do saying. no 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 i do i do no i do that's why i'm saying it's yeah. one of my favorites <laughs> and like
2: like it's all secondary sort of the skewer is king is what I'm saying.
1: I don't think it's the best analogy. It's not, of course. It is it's not. the best because of <laughs> how it made me feel. But um I get what you're saying. Like the uh the, So you're saying that he does have some sort of message Sure. that is running through the middle exactly. of all the beef. But
2: like but, but the, it's
1: hard to see past the beef to the skewer because
2: a lot of what stop motion is it's an excuse to show something cool Mm. it really is Mm -hmm. like a lot of the stuff that you're seeing a lot of the characters in the background what they're doing the excess gore the this the that like all the stuff that you're that is packed into this movie is i i i feel it's there because he could and it looks cool yeah hell yeah but that's it
1: Yeah, that's really well. Good. Yeah, I mean, there's there is like a there's obviously some sort of and there's and a thread that goes through we don't, everything. We but... don't exactly get it, but yeah. there is some sort of uh, overarching narrative
2: uh, here. There absolutely is, yeah.
1: But there's so much going on around. Exactly. narrative. But I don't. Hell, I don't know. Like, like all maybe maybe all, maybe all, the- all that stuff is maybe all that stuff has meaning to it though. Maybe Maybe. all those, maybe all those like useless little cotton men who keep getting burned up and hit by trains and like and stomped out by fucking.
2: uh, Those are all the sperms that don't make it. Oh, (laughs) this is what I'm saying. (laughs) Um, I one thing that I didn't get right. So the movie's not completely stop motion animation. There's a lot of CG. That's added into the movie as well. There's some human actors. There's yeah. there's mixed in like live action stuff. There, there's a whole bunch of it's a whole amalgamation of different types of animation. It's mostly stop motion. But I'd say like 10% of the movie is other stuff too. Yeah. Maybe even 15%. But like that's I'm splitting hairs at this point. Um what did did you understand? The whole baby part of it, like they're in the middle of the movie, it cuts to like a surgery where like there's like a mad scientist cutting open a being and pulling like a worm baby.
1: Wasn't that the dude who got kidnapped by the giant thing? Like, wasn't that the assassin? No, that first assassin goes and he like sets the time bomb, right? Yeah, and then he gets kidnapped by some giant creature. I
2: thought he got killed.
1: I thought that. I
2: thought he got killed.
1: I. I I felt like the person who was being dissected on the on the table who ultimately had the weird spine but baby looked, come out,
2: but he looked completely different though. Well, because like he was
1: because he was wrapped in bandages. Sure, and stuff. but I just, if you're
2: trying to if you're trying to like say this is the same character, you would have something that would link the two.
1: I don't know. I just the two
2: beings weren't linked at all.
1: I just got the I just got the feeling. I guess that There's, that was.
2: There's a total tonal shift in the movie right there too. It's yeah. too like it goes from being all stop motion to being then now this a like half real like live action, half stop motion, half there was, puppet. The
1: doctor reminded me not only of the doctor from the remake of um House on Haunted Hill, but also the way they the way they made the the light glint off of his uh his glasses reminded me a lot of um uh, Elijah Woods' character in the uh, what the hell those called the comic book movie? Oh, Sensei, the fucking the Sin City. Sin City. Yeah. Do you you get what I'm saying?
2: Ish, Ish.
1: It had that feel at that moment, and that's weird. And that's what's weird is like this movie. It in the beginning of the movie, it was straight up uh, stop stop motion animation, yeah. and, and like you're saying, suddenly they introduce a, a human aspect to it, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, and then they go into like adding in some cg and stuff like that so it's it yeah it really blended a lot of different stuff and i i feel like i don't know if i'm right or not but i feel like there's i feel like i could go back and watch this movie again and point out the parts that were filmed 30 years ago
2: it's possible yeah
1: and point out the ones that were filmed recently
2: yeah but, but he does do a really good job of mixing everything together sure like yeah. if you're not paying attention to it you might not know yeah i think um, it's
1: i think it's more so like what he was able to accomplish visually yeah uh that would be easily easily more easily recognizable as modern yeah stuff, oh you know yeah, I mean? yeah
2: um i love the beginning of the movie i thought the beginning of the movie uh was epic the music came from like a like a 30s era cecil b Deville movie like that huge orchestra the yeah. blaring whatever like it just felt old and it felt like epic and it and i i was just a really cool way to start the movie mm-hmm. um that being said i actually think that i liked the second half of the movie better than the first half i did too it, the the imagery was just kind of better you had those two like monkey things with the the they were fighting with the mallets <laughs> yeah. which was really cool you had um I don't know, there's just a ton of stuff. I just thought that the second I, half of the movie was a bit more engrossing than the first half.
1: I didn't feel like there was. I didn't feel like structurally the narrative was any more, uh, like, like any more dis, any more discernible. <laughs> but like, yeah. but there was something that felt more cohesive about the second half of the yeah, movie. Yeah, I think the
2: visuals were just cooler. Like, I just like the visuals from the second half.
1: I loved the. Uh, um, I don't even know what you would call her. She was or, or him, I don't know what it was Ed, the uh, the plague plague doctor. It was it was a plague doctor mask and it was the the being that came and took the the baby from the nurse.
2: Oh, the thing that looked like uh, it looked like something out of sweet home. It looked like the the big the big yeah. ghost of uh, yeah David's Sweet Home It had
1: the long fingers and yep. everything, but then it yep. also had a plague doctor mask yes. on. But yes. then it had like a huge uh, hat, a huge hat, and then from the hat hung a bunch of uh, like pieces of tattered fabric and bones and stuff like that. It was
2: like a uh, like a uh, what do you call it? The things that make noises outside, in the- like a uh, like the a wind. wind chime, a wind chime, or yeah,
1: yeah. or more like a. I was thinking it looked more like a a, a, mo- a mobile. In a hmm. baby's crib, which hmm. made sense because it came to take Babies. the baby yep. away. Yep. Uh, that was probably my favorite character visually. I just thought it was really... Because f- every time you saw it, you really couldn't get a good grasp on exactly what it looked like. Yeah. And then right toward the end, you saw that it was like a, a plague plague mask, which I love a plague mask. So sure. that's I'm so, automatically going to be drawn to that anyway. But I just... I don't know. But it was... But again, what the hell was that character? Well, the whole first, the <laughs> like, what whole first, was that?
2: The whole first act happens, and then halfway through the movie, it kind of resets itself. Like, the first guy who was setting the bomb was unsuccessful. Yeah. So then you, so then you go to the Dracula, the dude with the Dracula Nosferatu fingers.
1: Yeah.
2: And uh, there, he sends another guy down the Marianas Trench-looking submarine thing. Well, and see, <laughs> I...
1: Like, I th- Thought of him as the guy with the Nosferatu fingers. I thought of him as God.
2: Could maybe? I don't know.
1: I I don't know either for sure. But like he was the one who could look down upon everything that was happening, and I, I, yeah, send his. I don't know. Was it an angel? Were these angels that he
2: was sending down? I don't I know. Have, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I do. I don't know anything about this movie. I watched it. Don't get it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, um i do like the I, I i thought it was pretty cool that like for the majority of the first half of the movie all of the characters all of the monsters were actual um l- like sounds from nature yeah like one of them sounded like uh one of them sounded like an elk mm-hmm. one of them sounded like a <laughs> water buffalo like one of them i thought it was pretty cool that everything what does like, a
2: water buffalo sound like
1: you know what a water buffalo sounds like. I don't, James.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Enlighten me, please. <laughs>
1: you want me to do the impression? I do. No, I do. I'm not going to. You know, you know what a water buffalo sounds like. Um, I don't know. I I just thought it was cool that like every like even even when like somebody would go to open their mouth and scream, it would sound like a like a glass shattering or something kind like of, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was. There was no real voicing or anything like that it was just it was animal sounds it was organic like organic sounds that you would hear on a nature on a, sounds right yeah. yeah
2: yeah um my one thought watching this entire movie was i want to play this video game mm-hmm. like this felt to me like a live action well not live action but like stop motion real life version of like a narrative of a video game yeah and i want to play this game
1: yep i i had that exact same thought yeah.
2: Um, anyway, though, I, I don't know that I have much else to add. Like, I feel like a lot of people have been talking about this movie as if it's like the greatest thing to ever happen. And I do agree that it's incredible. Like for what it is, it's an incredible, it's an achievement in stop motion animation. It is. This movie will go down as maybe one of the best stop motion or the best stop motion movie ever made. Yeah. Um, and I, I, guess, I think it's great for that. I just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I didn't get something. I, I don't guess maybe, like, like maybe that. Doesn't, there's that no rewatch value.
1: Like me. that in and of itself just doesn't hold that much stock for me. Like I.
2: It's like Citizen Kane. Everybody claims they love Citizen Kane. Nobody loves Citizen Kane. <laughs> it's an achievement of a movie. But nobody <laughs> loves Citizen Kane. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> like this is the Citizen Kane of uh, stop motion animation. It's great. You could objectively say it's great, but I don't think feel like anyone's gonna go back and rewatch this over and over and over.
1: But Citizen Kane is again one of those movies where people sit and discuss for hours. Sure, like oh, what was the real mo- real meaning of Rosebud, yeah. right?
2: And I still don't get it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just yeah, I I like I said, I don't. Is it an is it is it an achievement like an an achievement in in stop motion and and just like absolute um, just visually bonkers, visually bonkers. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And was there a fuck ton of work put into it? Fuck yeah, there was. Absolutely, there was. Yeah, I'm not. Like, and was trying it, to bring it and was it, down it cool? It was very cool. Very cool. But that doesn't just being cool and just being visually amazing doesn't really hold too much stock with me. Like I said, there are movies that I'm going to tell people to watch over and over again and I'm and I'm going to watch them right along with them. This movie I would watch again if I was showing it to somebody, but I'm never going to just put this movie on.
2: No, I'm going to put it in the on the background. Yeah. It's like background. This is like a background music type <laughs> you know, movie.
1: You know what? Put on a tool album, put on this movie. There you go. N- then you're cooking.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe this is. Excuse me. Maybe this is a very unpopular opinion that we are spewing here. But yeah, it might
1: be. I don't know. Like, I just like if like if anybody both does on the it, same page. Does anybody? It, though, does anybody truly like? I want to. If anybody's listening to this who like truly loves this movie so much to the point where it's like just it's just turning your life upside down sure. and you feel like you need to rewatch it over and over again. Tell me why and tell and you know, like I honestly want to hear it. I'm not I'm not trying to be a dick or anything. I want to know why you feel that way. Maybe there's something I'm missing. Maybe there's something about the message that we're missing missing. Like we maybe we just didn't figure it out because we're idiots. That's that's (laughs) extremely possible. So but Um, overall I did like it. I enjoyed my watch. Like I thought it was I did too.
2: I thought it was really cool. I did too. I'm very happy that I watched it. I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the entire watch. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, all right, uh moving on now since we did that one which was uh one type of animation, we figured why not pair it up with another type of animation. This time it's a rotoscoped animation, mm-hmm. which is the process of basically animating over film stock. Uh so I, and I didn't even realize that when I was watching this movie. Apparently that's what they did. So they they must have filmed something at least to then rotoscope animation on top of it. Right pretty cool. Yep. Uh, the movie we're talking about is called The Spine of Night from 2021. Great had you ever heard of this movie before this week? No. Okay, neither did I. Well, we were I'd, trying
1: to look up something to watch with Mad God and he sent me this.
2: I had seen the poster for this, never knew what it was though. Never paid any attention to it. Um, I had seen the poster for it on Shutter. The poster's And that was about hell, it. by yeah. the way. Uh, so The Spine <laughs> of Night from 2021, uh, it's directed by Morgan Galen and Philip Jarrett. Or Gellett, rather. Um now Philip Gellett though uh has had some some success. He's the writer of a movie called Eurepa, Eurepa Report, which came out uh, I think in two thousand early twenty tens, I think.
1: I think the word you're looking for is Europa.
2: Europa Report. That's the one. It's the- uh the very popular Love, Death, and Robots series oh, on yeah. Netflix he wrote for, and he was also part of the writing team on Rise of the Tomb Raider, oh, right uh, which is an amazing game, um, if you've never played it. Uh, it's fantastic. Ultra-violent epic fantasy set in the land of magic follows heroes from different eras and cultures battling against the malevolent force. Um, okay. What did you think of this movie, James?
1: Uh, I liked it a lot. Okay. Do you want me to ask you what you thought about it?
2: I want to hear your thoughts first.
1: Uh, I just I thought I thought it was cool. The uh, there was it was cool that there were some recognizable voices in there. Mm -hmm. Um, The story was cool. It's kind of so
2: that's what makes a good movie for you, celebrity. (laughs) That's that's it. (laughs) No, it was
1: no. I'm just saying it was cool to because this is the type of movie that I wouldn't have expected uh i wouldn't have expected to see like big recognizable names in because this movie's it's kind of wild it's kind of like it's very wild um it's it's ultra violent it reminds me of what are the
2: you know what it reminded me of a lot uh you know that show the critic on comedy central back in the day (laughs) yeah the animation style kind of reminds me of the critic in, in that it's very crude a yeah. little bit, you know? Yeah. Like there's, like, there, there, it's very basic animation. Right. Um, and for that reason, I actually didn't think that I was going to enjoy this movie. I thought that was going to be distracting mm-hmm. to watch an hour and a half long of like kind of blocky animation, to be honest. um, Now, you didn't ask I don't know, me. I It kind
1: of reminded me of, like, you remember that Fire and Ice movie that we watched? Oh, yeah. A long oh, yeah. time. Like, it was that style of animation. Yes, yes. Like not a lot of not a lot of shading and depth and stuff like that, but it was just uh, I was uh,
2: lukewarm on that movie. I mean I thought it was cool and oh, really? all. It, I, thought it, that I, movie I thought it was still. cool. I thought it was cool. It just it it was what it was, right? Okay. I fucking loved this movie. Yeah. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Um I was watching it with Kristen last night and she's like, I just don't I can't I can't get into this or whatever. I'm just like, oh really? <laughs> I'm like, I like I am fully fully committed to this movie. Yeah. I don't know if it was the if it was the story, if it was the visuals, I don't know what it was, maybe it was everything working in tandem, but like I just loved it. Everything about it. I thought the story was super engrossing and I was I was watching the movie and I'm like fan casting this I'm like this movie needs to be live action, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm fan casting all of these characters in my head. Mm-hmm. So I think that maybe helped a little bit because I was picturing it as like watching it for what it is but then also picturing it as a what it could be
1: I actually that I and, actually disagree like okay. this this to me is I I wouldn't care to see this movie live action oh, really? at all really? no okay. I, f- I feel like this was I feel like this was just as it should be okay uh oh. animated and just the the violence like the 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 amount of graphic violence in this oh, in this it's movie insane and the way it was done really could only to me be uh, be captured with animation properly. I agree, uh,
2: the live action would definitely be very different yeah. in terms of that. Um I don't know, I just I just love it though. Like I I and and I'm picturing it as like this crazy like middle-earthy, site, you know, sort of epic, you know. Like almost like David Lynch Dune meets like Peter Jackson, directed by Del Toro or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like that's when I'm picturing it in my head. And I, I feel like it could be amazing. At the end of this, I want to go through my fan casting. Okay. See if you agree with me on, sure. on, on some stuff. Um, but yeah, I I just loved it though. It was this movie was captivating from the get go. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because, you know, right off the bat, they're like, This is a cartoon but it's less toony and more titty. <laughs> it's like from, from, from the very beginning, they go, this is not for children. <laughs>
0: no, like
2: right off the bat. They tell you, cause it's, it's nothing but, but, but just full frontal cartoon nudity right off the bat.
1: I was going to say you probably loved it because it was Michael. If you haven't listened to our show for a long time, Mike loves, uh, Equal representation. Of, oh, oh yeah. Of of dude of uh, noodle dicks. Both everywhere. <laughs> of of both female genitalia and male genitalia. It's true. He loves when there's cocks on screen. That's just, and it's not that. That's just the way he is. I'm cocked and locked. He thinks he thinks it's he thinks it's only fair to have plenty of cocks on screen. I agree. I agree. It doesn't bother me. Uh, d- is it something that I prefer? <laughs> yes. But uh, there is, there's a lot of, there's a lot, this is, this is the most cartoon genitalia I've ever seen in my life.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, hands down. (laughs) Well, one of the characters is literally naked the entire movie. The main character. Well, she's
1: a swamp witch. (laughs) I don't know about you, but every swamp witch I've ever met was naked, fully naked. That's true. I'm Except for, except for a weird halo, or a weird, uh, <laughs> like, if she's a swamp a witch, a weird shawl of flowers around if her. If she's neck. a
2: swamp witch, does that mean that she has a swamp ass all the time? <laughs> yeah, most likely. Gotta be, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, this movie is uh, uh, starring because there is actual dialogue in this movie. Um, so, Zod, who is the main, main uh, like, queen of the swamp, right? Swamp witch. Swamp witch. Yep. Uh, played by Lucy Lawless, mm-hmm. the great Lucy Lawless. Uh, Xena, for those of you who aren't. Aren't in the know. Uh, Lord um, Puritan is played by Pat Oswald.
1: How did you? You said that didn't even sound like him. Was, <laughs> it,
2: I didn't think it did. It was literally just Pat Oswald I just, talking like himself. I just didn't see it. um You have Faye Agora, played by Betty Gabriel. Uh, Mongrel, played by Joe Mangeliano. I can never say his name. Joe Mangeliano? Mangelino?
1: Joe Mag- Manganello. Ma- Mang- why See, okay, can it's, why it's, can it's, I not yeah, say it? I can issues. usually say it. You fucked me up. <laughs> Joe Manganello. <laughs> That's the one. Okay. Joe Mang- Manganello. And then uh, to round out right, so
2: uh way. with uh the Prophet of Doom, once again, we have a random appearance of Larry Fessenden.
1: <laughs> Larry Fessenden's fucking everywhere, everywhere, dude. Love it. Good for um, him.
2: Yeah, so like I said, uh this movie opens up pretty pretty baller. It's um before the even title cards hit you see the swamp witch and she's just tna all the way like it that that, that's that's what she is it's striking right (laughs) off the bat
1: Uh, the other striking thing is that all of her comrades get fucking dismembered in front of her oh sure yeah so the whole
2: movie's striking in fairness
1: yeah this uh
2: man there's a lot of
1: violence in this movie good choice oh yeah well Fucking rowdy rowdy, bud. Um, we're, uh, we're
2: watching They Live. It's, it's a good background music. Or, um, movie here.
1: This movie incredibly violent. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, I don't know what it is about cartoon violence uh, that I like. It's which, because it's which more sound, visceral. It's so, it's so brutal. Yeah. And maybe that makes me sound like a psycho. Like because Like skulls
2: being chopped literally in half or, or twice in half in some uh, respect. Yeah,
1: when that one dude turned into the fuck, like he got his powers for about five minutes and he had the big <laughs> things on his fingers and he just goes and like waves the hot fire across the dude's face and yep. his face splits into three different pieces. Oh, it's amazing. Like... People with their like people getting heads cut off. People getting the one, <laughs> the one dude who was like the uh the prophet of doom, or I, I think it might Larry have been Red, Larry Fessenden. Yep. He was the blind guy who was telling the girl, uh, you know, like it, death will come for you all, telling the uh the scholars that mm-hmm. they were all gonna die. And then was it her that ends up cutting him? I believe so, right in two, like lengthwise I with believe- a sword. Oh,
2: it's so <laughs> so many guts. <laughs> it's <laughs> so much guts. It's
1: crazy. So essentially, what this is is um
2: yeah. Go through the story because I feel like this was could be one we could kind of go through a little bit.
1: So the swamp witch is doing her swamp witch thing with some of her swamp witch friends. Sure. Um, and they get they get taken over by the mongrel and his and his people, and they're working under Patton Oswald, Lord Purinton, and. Yeah. Basically, Lord Pur- Purinton. Is that his name? Purinton, yeah. yeah. He's trying to grow his empire, and he wants these swamp people gone. So he sends the mongrel in to kill them all.
2: Enslaves the witch.
1: They bring the swamp witch back. And uh, before he can kill her, she's saved by one of the scholars who's been sent by the uh, the Asher or whatever. So it's like, it's this this uh collective of of people who are are uh what would you call them they're not they're oh well, they're scholars they're they're the only people in the kingdom who have written all of written all read read there we go <laughs> read all of the ancient texts hard word i know read all of the ancient texts and think uh think um uh, um like if you've watched um uh uh if you've watched Game, like the, if you've watched Game of Thrones it's like the Maesters. Like how okay. they how they're they're the guardians of all the ancient texts and they and they basically their whole job is to read the books, they're translate like, the books and make sure that all the books stay safe so that that knowledge can be passed on to future generations. Yeah,
2: they're like Merlin without the magic. Essentially, the, yeah. They're the smart ones that like the the kings and the princes and whoever they go to for advice cuz they're this this the sage, you know they know everything. But the problem
1: is, is because they also know everything. They also tend to control everything. And so they've become sort of this like bureaucratic, uh, like figurehead where they're also in control of all the food and everything like that. So the, so the, the, the people are restless. People are starving in the kingdom, stuff like that. Yeah. So anyway, uh, um, I guess we don't have to go point by point no, here, but no. uh, um, it it basically comes down to uh, the the scholar who was who was sent and ends up saving the swamp witch. He ends up getting powers.
2: So the, we need to explain the power here. The power is that there was this this sacred bloom, right? It's this yeah. blue blooming flower that gives you basically the power of the gods. It's the Mister Blue Sky. Mister Blue Sky. Um, and, uh, there's, there's a couple of different stories that are kind of going on. This is an anthology. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. 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 It starts by her, uh, in all of her nakedness showing up to (laughs) basically like the skull in the middle of the desert from Aladdin. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And there's a blue, a blue bloom there, the last of its kind blue bloom. And then there's this one person there guarding it. He's got this sweet metal like helmet on or whatever. Right. And it's this old guy who is there. He's been there for, you know, for a while. Centuries, since, it sounds since, like, yeah. For a long time, and he's been guarding this thing. Right. And she shows up, and she starts telling her story. And that's where all these other stories kind of come into play. You know, about how she became enslaved, about how...
1: She gets killed. She gets killed, yeah. And sinks down into the swamp and decays. And, and So she
2: gets killed in prison. Uh, By or not in prison, but she was imprisoned with the mongrel. Uh, no. no, she was God imprisoned <laughs> with the.
1: She was imprisoned with the scholar.
2: With the scholar, yes. Uh, and the scholar ends up killing her, stealing the blue flower that she had, right. which gives him the power of the gods. So a good portion of the movie is all about him and his quest for more power and this and that. Yeah. And his sweet eyeball and his chest and like there's oh, that was some so cool. fucking sweet visuals. <laughs> it was so cool. God. So one in the trailer for this movie. <laughs> It says it says something like, uh, like essential viewing for the chemically inclined or something like that, right?
1: Basically get high and low. Yeah, this. like
2: I wanted to watch this movie high so bad.
1: I'm going to rewatch it.
2: Yeah, I did because I'd already <laughs> been drinking that day. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like I'm not mixing the streams. Um but this movie would be absolutely fucking incredible in oh, that sure, state yeah. of mind. It's yeah. it's it's, it's tailor made for it.
1: It'd probably be even better if you were on like shrooms or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do that.
2: So she tells the story though, basically of her life of the scholar's life and then how she came back to life. Like even mm-hmm. even the guard guy was just like, you know, you're telling me about your own death. That makes you worthy in my opinion to continue your story or or whatever it was he said. Um and I don't know, I just I I loved every fucking bit of this movie. One of
1: my favorite parts is when she cuz he's he's like the guardian is almost dying at this point yeah. like he's been there for millennia and it's he's like she decrepit. showed up
2: and he can let go because there's somebody to take his place yeah kind of what it seems like anyway any anyway, because he he once showed up there too trying to get the flower but everybody who tries to get it realizes that no i have to protect it like they're they well their so motives
1: so twitch. the story that he tells and spoiler alerts here but basically the story that he tells is about the beginning of man yeah like uh there was um
2: those black beings with just like their features in white
1: yeah were so cool so when the so when when uh what was it when god who like the god who created everything mm-hmm. died all that was Brutally left Lovely getting his throat slit <laughs> all that was left of him was his sons and his sons roamed the earth and everything that they dreamt came to life and one day they dreamt of man, and so man was on the earth. And then uh, men started to realize that these gods were not only, not only apathetic toward their plight, but they were straight up mean, mm-hmm. right? And so, essentially, what it comes down to is. Uh, Men were, they say men were Uh, one of the, like, the greatest gift that man was given was ignorance. Yeah. Because the, the knowledge that God or the gods were hateful toward man would be the undoing of man. So sure. essentially the person who became the guardian of the, the bloom, like the bloom being the knowledge that gods were apathetic toward us they would uh, guard that from the rest of humanity knowing. Mm-hmm. Because humanity knowing that the gods didn't care about us would cause us to tailspin.
2: Pretty much, yeah.
1: So, am I getting that right?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's basically, it's funny, when I was watching this, I was like, it's very, <laughs> it's very similar to a lot of religions now. Like, they, they, they guard the fact, they guard the idea that god loves you and cares about you even though they know doesn't is <laughs> kind of what it is you know like they they keep they keep the they keep the faith alive knowing more than everybody else I guess that's yeah in a way
1: yeah I, yeah the yeah the guardian of the bloom was essentially keeping the, keeping the faith the faith yeah because yeah. if
2: people knew that this wasn't what they thought it was right then everything would collapse. Right. It's basically what it is. Yeah. Right. Um, so they're the Pope. So... <laughs>
1: <laughs> but also the Guardian knew that it was for... M- m- it it was for the betterment of mankind for them to not know Yeah. that the gods were cruel.
2: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely.
1: I don't know. Yeah, it's... Okay. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's I'm, weird, but, I'm, it's, kinda, but it's... I'm kind of working this out as I go along, <laughs> but... um. But so anyway, but so yeah, watching, watching the, watching the men go and like slay the gods was, that was pretty dope. Um,
2: yeah, that was pretty amazing actually.
1: And like you said, the, that whole, that whole section of the movie where everything was just sort of, uh, like the outlines and you could only see people's eyes and teeth and stuff like that. And they're all black. Yeah. That, that whole, uh, that whole section of the movie was really, really cool. Absolutely. Um, and then there was, uh, there was the crow people.
2: At the very end, yeah.
1: Who were, <laughs> I have expected them to just like save the day, be the saviors. There was no like, there was really no happy, no happy ending to any of I, the stories in this movie.
2: I kind of like that about Me it. Me too. Honestly. Yeah, it's bleak.
1: Yeah, it's very bleak. It was bleak, but it was like it was realistic at the same time.
2: It um, yeah. I don't know. I I it just. I I want to see this. I mentioned this year earlier. I want to see this movie in live action. I, all right, think, so that it, I, I think that it would absolutely benefit so tell from a me, live action. I,
1: I disagree, but tell me your 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 fan casting for all right, a live action. All right,
2: here we go. The main character. Uh, what's her name? Zod. Zod. Pollyanna McIntosh. Okay. Hands down. I think she'd be amazing at it. Okay. She looks like her. She... Uh, she and, she's,
1: and that's it.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. She's 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 that great. Like she can absolutely play. If you've ever seen um, any of the like the woman like the or woman. Uh, whatever, yeah, yeah. Like she plays those these great. I don't want to say tribal type persons, you know, but like like she's she's very good at, at that. I don't, she, I, I don't I don't know what I'm trying to describe does here. <laughs> she play,
1: doesn't she basically play like a like a. A feral person in those movies? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, but this. She's a swamp witch. But this woman wasn't feral. This swamp witch was not feral. I'm not saying that
2: she'd be feral. I'm just saying I feel like Pollyanna McIntosh could absolutely play the role of the swamp witch. Okay. I think she'd be great at it. Um, Galsor? Uh, Galsor? Galsor? Yeah. Stick with me here. Babish. (laughs) What?
1: See, so the only reason, like. (laughs) looks like him <laughs> yeah you're only going on like your fan casting is no, always based entirely off of how the person I, looks
2: i'm picturing i'm picturing him though if he actually tried to act it could work but he's not an actor that doesn't mean anything so pick somebody nobody's else. an actor until they start acting
1: okay <laughs> that doesn't i, I um, mean say? Okay, that's dumb
2: the 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 gold helmet guy um i can't remember his name the uh the guy that uh
1: the gold helmet, the, the,
2: guy. the guy from the gold helmet that was the uh,
1: the guardian guy guardian, yes, okay. thank you.
2: The guardian, um, why can't I think of the guy's name right now? Um, Hugo Weaving, yes, thank you, yes, okay, yes, yeah, Mr. Smith. I yep. had him down as Mr. Smith, see, I couldn't think of his name. See,
1: that 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 one was obvious to me almost, he'd be perfect for yeah. it. His voice was similar too.
2: Eh. Ish, but yeah. Why would I? Why would I come
1: up with that unless it? He looks well the because he well, it's it's, the way he talks. Well, it's, it's also because Hugo sense. Weaving as Red Skull in Captain America. Oh, you know, what? I didn't kind, think about that. Kind of looks like him. You're kind of right. Yeah, maybe that's why. Yeah,
2: doesn't change the fact that he'd be perfect for it.
1: Though. All right, keep going.
2: Absolutely perfect. Um, the Grand Inquisitor.
1: The Grand Inquisitor, Inquisitor, who's that?
2: The Grand Inquisitor was the guy that was like burning the books and all that stuff. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Larry Fessenden?
2: No, 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 no. He was the Doom Prophet. Oh yeah, okay. Right, the sorry. Grand Inquisitor was the guy that was um, running the show.
1: Oh yeah, with the things on his fingers. Yeah, yeah.
2: Malcolm McDowell.
1: Okay, that hands one's, down. That one's good. I can
2: hands down Malcolm McDowell. Yep. Now you have not watched. I don't <laughs> wait. Actually...
1: The guy who plays him is named Malcolm.
2: Really? <laughs> I... <laughs> Amazing. Because he
1: was Uric, right?
2: Uric. Um, maybe. I, I actually I'm don't pretty, know his name. I'm
1: pretty sure he was, yeah. Uh, Fay. Faye was... Faye
2: was one of the, um... One
1: of the crow people? No. Yeah, Faye, yeah. Faye Aguirre, yeah.
2: Um, now you've not watched the new Obi-Wan show. No, why would Disney I? Disney Plus? Well, because, I mean, you like Star Wars, so you would watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Um. Anyway, though, uh, the actress that plays the third sister in the new Obi Wan show, I can see casted as Faye. It means nothing to you, but anybody, anybody watching or listening to this though, okay. might, uh, might know that. That's what I'm talking about. Um. I also thought that this movie. Would Wait, be... you didn't even
1: bother to. Do you know her name?
2: I didn't look it up. No, I just have Faye. <laughs> Faye is the third sister. <laughs> uh, piece of shit. I know. All right. I also thought this movie would uh benefit greatly. From two people doing the music. Composed by Omar Rodriguez of the Mars Volta. Okay. Right? Psychedelic, crazy. Like, I feel like he could do a really good sound, uh, a com- composition to the movie. Okay. But music by, because it's two different things, right? Music by the deer hunter. Just from the little bit that you've shown me for some reason i couldn't not think of the you deer hunter i mean
1: a little bit you haven't listened to the deer hunter not, past what i've showed you
2: no pretty much just what you showed me but for whatever reason that's What's what i was thinking you? of
1: um no this i don't know why but this movie very much uh like the 80s the like the 80s electronic vibe that they had going in in certain parts of this movie that's that's like that's what you need for this movie. No, I
2: agree. I just feel, I feel like it could add something to it, though, like like that, st- and maybe not even. Because of what I've heard from him, but just because I know that guy's very musically inclined.
1: Oh, Casey Crescenzo. Like, like Casey's like he well, could write just genius.
2: good stuff for something like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I, don't know, I just feel like. Wait,
1: it. so what did you? You said music by, and then what was the other one you co- said? The composition. Oh, okay.
2: Like the actual, co- like like composing and right, whatnot. right, right. Omar Rodriguez from the Mars Volta. That's a weird pull. It is, but but I. <laughs> I'm telling you man okay <laughs> i should make movies <laughs> should you this one sounds like it would be a mess <laughs> the best kind
1: of mess though.
2: i don't know uh i yeah i love this movie between the yeah, two yeah i
1: i thought I was between the two like i would i would uh i would watch this one again yeah spider night um,
2: was better in my opinion i just
1: i actually i'm i i actually i forgot to but i was gonna jump on uh instagram and and send laser daddy a a message to tell him to watch *The Spine of Night* because yeah. this is right up his alley. Right up his alley. Yeah. Hell yeah, um, yeah. I would, I would definitely, I would definitely rewatch this movie. I feel like there's even, I feel like there's even parts of the movie that I maybe didn't pick up on. There are, there are parts of the the narrative of this movie that I, it's, it's kind of weird. Like when you have animation, especially. Especially, especially so. Like when there's so much going on with the gore and the and the nudity and like everything else, it, it you might you might lose some of the message. Sure, because you're focusing in on the you know the other stuff that's just readily available. I do feel like there's more going on in this movie as like toward the end so. of the toward the end of the movie where she like essentially sacrifices herself and and dies and then. At the end of the movie, there's like a whole, uh, like there's thousands of blooms floating back down to earth. Like, what's that? There's something like, to, like, is the cycle going to repeat itself now? Like, like what's like, the... I
2: feel like the power of the gods is being put into the hands of humans at that point. Like, it's not being just kept hidden by a guardian. It's basically giving it to everyone, which could be the idea that you know humans are in, are in charge of their their own destiny like they have the power of the gods in, within themselves or something i don't know
1: where are you just pulling that out of your ass right or? out of my ass and that's why i want to know yeah, like that's why i would watch it again because <laughs> being i said though, i think I, that there's i think there's more to think about there
2: yeah i think the movie's also pretty straightforward i think it's i think it's a pretty straightforward tale honestly i don't I think, so, I don't I think, think there's so. that I th- much to pull from it
1: I, I we've we've said that about other movies though before and then we started talking about it and we're like, Oh, like I don't True. think there's too much more to it. I just I think that I think that this is definitely worth a rewatch, and I think it's definitely worth a rewatch uh, under the influence of other things, yeah, uh,
2: drugs did did you think that this movie, and maybe I'm thinking of this just because we watched it very recently, but did you get like weird? Like similar vibes between this movie and The Northman, they're like, they're kind of similar. Eh,
1: I mean, just because of maybe because of the types of characters and like the oh. idea of, ma- I guess, like Anya Taylor Joy mm. was sort they, of the they, swamp they... witch. <laughs>
2: Kind of, yeah. I don't like know. There, there's characters that are enslaved and this and that, and like there's magic and yada yada. Like I don't know. I, I feel like, they, well, if you're not talking, if you're talking, if you're talking
1: fan casting, the mongrel could be played by Alexander Skarsgård just purely based off of looks. <laughs> he could. Fair. He fair. could. He looked like him. Fair. Um,
2: um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just thought they, they kind of like existed on the same, same plane. I can see that.
1: Bit in my brain cuz my brain is stupid and weird like i like trying to trying to match up a live action movie with a with a a cartoon is like <laughs> it's tough for me i don't know that's fair um to to like line up the the vibes of the of the movies but fair. i can i can definitely see where you're coming from with that um I liked it though. I, I really loved it. Re- I really really liked it. It's yeah. on Shutter. Both of these movies are on Shutter. It's only 4.99. Just get it. Get it. And also Shutter sponsor house. I don't know. Come on, dude. Um <laughs> Yeah, it, these were both really good.
2: Yeah, I uh, but um, it,
1: but but obviously we would prefer or or we would recommend um The Spine of Night.
2: Going into it, I don't think I would have said that. I think that I would have said like, oh, I'm gonna love Mad God. I think I think just yeah, based I off. Of, love it, I think just like,
1: based off of the hype. Sure. Like everybody else was talking about Mad God, like, oh man, no, sure. Well, yeah, like I thought for sure I was gonna like Mad God more than Spine of Night.
2: I thought Spine of Night was going to be a chore to get through, where rather Mad God was I don't wanna say maybe chore is not the right word, but it definitely like there was times where I'm like, okay, like I, I kind of wish that we were approaching the end here. but yeah. there's still 40 minutes left of the movie. Like, right, right. It just did. Like the like, Mad God dragged a little bit for me. Oh, no, it's, it's just, just did.
1: it's it's like it's like you get to a point where you're just like, yeah, I'm a dumb person. Like, give me just like a little bit of just give me a little morsel of what the hell's going on.
2: Kind of. You know what I mean? Kind of. Yeah. And, and, and just, I
1: just a little exposition. And I'm not going to say that. <laughs> and maybe our, it's there, and I'm just stupid. And, and I don't I'm not going to
2: say our opinions right on this. Maybe some people got it and loved it, and that's fine. That's great. This is just two stupid people's opinion of. Yeah. Uh, if of you did
1: get it and you love it, like I said, please tell us yeah. why, because we're, we're, uh, we're in the dark here. Um, yep. anyway, that's it for, uh, Mad God and the Spine of Night, both on Shutter, $4.99 a month just get it just watch them both a lot of fun uh do do some do some beers and fucking watch these uh, movies do some nose beers do some <laughs> nose beers <laughs> stay away from the nose beers <laughs> that's not, I don't recommend them um
2: don't snort beer either that's that's bad news
1: yeah that you'll be fine
2: don't snort glycerin that's bad yeah
1: i think we can agree on that yeah all right
2: like they take your favorite bush record <laughs> Chop it up into tiny pieces. Don't snort it.
1: And the days <laughs> go by. Mm. All right. James. All right. Well, uh, next week, we don't know what we're doing. I know what we're doing. Do you?
2: Nope. <sighs> you lied to me. Ha <laughs> ha. Got you. You lied to me. That's all an right. Idea. I do have an idea,
1: though. Um. All right. Well, Mike's going to tell me the idea after we get off of here, and then we'll let you know next week on the day of. Because fuck you. Um, so Josh. until then, <laughs> you piece of shit. Until then, if you want to find us, you can find us on all social media. At f- uh, not all social media. <laughs> God dang it. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzed Kill Podcast.
2: You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC. You can find us on all major streaming sites. Uh, guess what? You found us. You're listening. You're here. Congratulations. Hi. Um tell your neighbor Tom.
1: Tell your grandma Ewan McGregor. <laughs>
2: I'm just... I ain't even touching that. That's <laughs> if you have a grandma named Ewan McGregor, fuck, yeah, tell her.
1: Tell your tell your uncle Vivian Lyra Blair. I'm just I'm looking at the cast list for Obi-Wan Kenobi right now. What? I
2: well, think we're done.
1: Yeah, we're done. <laughs>
2: Until next week, sir.
1: Yes. Cheers, bud.
2: Cheers. Uh, Where is it? Uh, uh, uh,
1: uh. Ah, there it is. Got it. Bye. Have a good night.